Thanks for checking out the Community Recap Podcast, where there's no cap and all truth. As we discuss various aspects of the Christian life and look back to our past Sunday sermons to discuss what we can learn from them. Let's tune into this week's episode of the Community Recap Podcast. Hello and welcome in to Community Recap. Um, I am so excited to be with you today. As always, I am your host and this is going to be another stories series. My name is Seth. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. Uh, you're in for a treat. Um, the, the beloved couple uh, of our church is here. Um, great friends of ours, but also um, great friends with many, many people in the church. Um, you know them, you love them. And they are, and this is the part where I introduce you, Jennifer Cody and Jennifer Graham. What's up, everybody? Hey, say hi to, to the people. Hey, Hello. everybody. There you go. This is my clap I do for everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad Thanks you guys are here. Us. Absolutely. Y'all doing okay today? Yeah. It's a beautiful day. It is. Um, I'm excited to get uh, into this, so let's jump in with some uh, rapid fire. Jennifer, we'll start with you. <laughs> okay. Because you're not very nervous. Not at all. Um, but we'll start with you. Give us um, best answer. Sometimes the, the quicker the response, the better. Okay. <laughs> and then Cody, the, the same question will apply to you. Cool. All right, here we go. All right, Jen, are you a night owl or an early bird? Night owl, hundred percent. Always been. Yes. Why? I don't know. I just, just am. Like right now, it's summertime, and so I'm staying up yeah. really late. That's yeah. right. Past midnight, maybe until two. Wow, yeah. that is pretty late. Okay. It's really hard on him because he's working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm complete opposite. Yeah, so I would, I would much rather get up early. Early bird. Okay, so you're a night owl, or excuse me, you're an early bird. I'm an early bird. Ah. that is living a night owl life right now. So it's, it's best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> per your wife, yeah. right? Yes. For real though, when she's not working, only like last night, two thirty. That's like, crazy. And the, like from eleven to two thirty, I'm like, hey, wait, should we go to sleep? Yeah. No. Uh, no. Is there a chance we can go to the bedroom at all? No. Okay. Even if we're in there, she just stays awake. Yeah, Everyone's got their own thing. You could be asleep. We don't you work just that way. Choose not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. If I do, you pick on me. That's so. right. I'm on board. All right. So here's a fun question, Jen. Do you like your cereal soggy or crunchy? Crunchy. <laughs> crunchy. 100%. Okay. 100% crunchy. Yes. So, like, no. the fresher, the better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the yeah. same way. You okay. like make your cereal and then walk away? No. And you let it sit for a while? No, Not no, it's that. done. It's done. Cody, what about you? Crunchy. If you like mushy cereal, something's wrong with you. See? <laughs> oh my God. That's a hundred percent how I feel. <laughs> I mean, nice. if you're doing that, you might as well eat oatmeal or yeah, cream of wheat or something. There you I, go. Yeah, yeah, I share the same. Otherwise, you gotta have the that. crunch. Yeah, that's right. A little milk, more uh, cereal. Part of the only reason I like the cereal is the crunchiness. Yeah. So okay, all right. Um. <laughs> Jen, what is your dream car? I don't. Have <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have one. Not at all. I don't. No. Don't care. I like durability, so I like like an Acura. So okay. I don't know. I was raised to drive it till the wheels fall yeah, off of it, totally. and so anything that can get me 
that far. Just somewhere to get you from A to B. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but Cody, I, I know this question is really <laughs> going to apply to you. Do you have a dream car? It could be a truck. could be a any anything. So, I'm dream a car vehicle. fanatic. Right. So, yeah. I like a lot of cars. Um, so, it's kind of like multiple. Like, I'd rather drive as a daily, a truck. Mm-hmm. But I also want a Corvette. Okay. And I've wanted one forever. Specific year? Um, anything not in the 80s. Okay. Other than that, I'm okay. I don't like the 80s electronics. Too many issues. Um, preferably probably like 2010 to 2016-ish. Okay. It's kind of what I like. Pretty recent. ZL1, black, supercharged. All the things. All black with chrome. Yep. Look real good. Oh, okay. All black. I like all black. Yeah. yeah it's loud enough to hear me a mile away. That's right. There go. you go. Okay. But I'm so, that way with all my cars, so. So what if it was a truck? Dream truck. Um. So I've became more, I used to be a Chevy person. I've became more of a, a Nissan person now. Okay. So I would prefer if I had the choice and the ability, uh, probably a new body style Titan. Yeah. Um, I've already had one Titan. Loved it. Great truck. Um, but I would like to get one with the Cummins in it. With okay. Diesel, just to get that. Kind Do of they make Titans with? They quit diesel? making them in 2018. was last year for, oh, the, okay. for the Cummins. So it'd, it'd be older. But yeah. still, to me, that's something that, you know, I could put diesels are just different. Oh, it's so different. Put yeah. a million miles on it and not worry about it. That's right. So that's cool. OK, yeah. it's, it's always an interesting it's a big question. question for me. I so. will say, Jen, the ma- the majority of women don't have. Yeah. So don't feel like you're like not answering it by not answering. It, I like the I mean? minivan that I drive. Yeah, Hopefully there you go. it gets me. Minivans are hot right now. <coughs> it is nice. Yeah. It's very nice. It's very nice. It's got Especially a with lots of kids. Yeah, I, I dude, isn't that's that the coolest feature? That's why I like it. Yeah. I like the features. So cool. Vacuum, like cooled seats, heated seats, DVD players. It's got literally everything you yeah. can want in them. It's like it's like a vacation on wheels. But Absolutely. you could put the features in any vehicle, and I would be, I'd be like, okay, this works for me but and the, the kids. Room. <laughs> yeah, the room, the room. So you're more feature based. Yeah, but I don't have to. She's bougie. Yeah. I, but I don't have to okay. have all of the features. I'm okay. <laughs> but once she has them, we can't go back. She's got yeah, sort of. Yeah. No, yeah, we get used to them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that. All right, Jennifer. If you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? Oof. Um, the ability to make a decision would be great for me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah. that's real. Are you indecisive? That is real. Yes. It was very I'm real. Very indecisive. Okay. That's a very unique answer. I don't think I've heard that one before. So I, I prepped for that one. The ability to make a decision like for anything or just like big <laughs> crucial moments. I'm trying to like decide. Um, you know, <laughs> it can be both. Okay. Sometimes it's what's for dinner. Yeah. I think that's a common one though. And then sometimes it's like major decisions in life. Yeah. That I just can't figure out. <laughs> totally. Where to where to teach? You know that was a big one. That is, yeah. We'll get into that maybe later. Yeah, okay, Cody. If you could have any superpower, mm. it's a hard one for me. Maybe I don't know. Maybe super strength. Okay, I think I'd be alright with that one. Okay, it's like the Hulk. Yeah, just or like Superman. You know, you just yeah, just. Tossing things around. Yeah. I don't have to ask anybody for help, which, I mean, I don't like to do anyway. Yeah. You know, but then sure. I really don't have to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you would be asked for yeah. help a lot. Yeah, I think that'd just be a good, <laughs> just a good power. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's a good response. I think that one's pretty unique too. I don't think I've heard that one. All right, Jen. What's your favorite type of music? Now. Ever any? Uh, okay, so w- w- doesn't matter. I'm not a huge music person. Okay. Kind of like I think it was Bailey that said that she quietly drives in her car. She does not have anything in her car. That's now. me. <laughs> really? Yes. Yes. Um, it is so strange to me. It's weird. Yeah, I it's yeah. weird. I it's just sit weird. in my thoughts. I think a lot in the car if I'm by myself. Now the kids often force me to turn something on because they think it's weird. It is weird. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm your, your kids husband. have That's a point. Uh, so literally, like if you're by yourself in the car, you would prefer silence over. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And that's not just because I'm a mom of three. Like, so that's well, just me. Let's say you're not in the car. Let's just say you're somewhere and you're listening to music. If you had, I guess, let me pres- present it this way. If you had to listen to music, yeah. what was your favorite type of, like, I would prefer this type of music. I'm either um, country or like worship okay. music. Okay. If so I do put it on in the car, it's worship. Okay. I refuse to put on anything else. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So you're more of a, if I have to, it's either country or worship. Yeah. But you would prefer no music. I mean, like, when I'm cleaning the house, no, I don't put on music. <laughs> I just clean the house. Yeah. Or okay. if I'm doing, I don't know, like, I homework, I think, is a lot of time people, like, put on background music. Y- exactly. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. No. Okay. Background music is... Is a lot for me. Distracts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. I can't focus. I get it. On what Cody? I'm doing. So. What about you, man? All Favorite the music. music. All, All the musics. All of it. So you I guys are just like polar opposites. We are, but that's why it works. <laughs> that's why it works. Um. Yeah, I mean, I so for me it was always country mm-hmm. and rock. Like that's the two that I listen to. Yeah. The most. Um, but you know that's that's a broad spectrum. So like I go all the way from bluegrass yeah. all the way into. Leonard Skinner all the way into Led Zeppelin, like listen to it all. Um, Love it. But nowadays it's more it is more worship than anything. Yeah. I'd say probably about like ninety nine percent of the time it's worship. Nice. And then other than that it's country. Do you have a favorite country artist? That's kind of been a hot topic on here. Oh, so me I don't know, that's that's a big one too. So like I like Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, um, the older Garth Brooks stuff, not so much of what he's trying to do now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like people like Chris Jansen, okay. John Party. I'm more of like a like traditional country. Jamie Johnson. Um, okay. More of the actual true grit country. Some red dirt. Red dirt. That's what yeah. I was about to say. Okay. Like cross Canadian ragweed. I gotcha. Stuff like that. Okay. So. Cool. We've had a few people like that on here. Yeah. I didn't even know it was a thing until couple episodes ago so yeah it is <laughs> all right three more questions here's one of the f- another fun one jen do you have a weird food combination <laughs> a weird food combination <laughs> yeah like you put this and this together and you think it's really good i feel like i do but what what would it be you feel like you do but you I don't know i feel like i do but I feel like it's probably normal in my life, so I don't know that it's weird. <laughs> That's too true, yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, yeah, I feel like... Like what? Something that you think maybe would be weird to other people. Um, recently, I've got the kids hooked on, like, baked potato chips, like Lay's, and then baked beans. Oh, it's so good. But I, I don't, don't think know. that's weird. I, 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 Is that I normal? That. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. As a kid, I put ketchup on everything, like literally everything. And that carried on into my adult life a little bit, but okay. I'm kind of over it now. But Yeah, I worked that out over. Yeah, I make good meat now. There you go. You don't well, need the ketchup. Well, yeah. even like I wouldn't eat mashed potatoes as a kid with like ketchup was my gravy. Oh, if that's, that's weird. a little weird. There ketchup and mashed potatoes. Yeah, it's like a French fry. It's not that bad. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay, I mean, here's the beauty of the question. It could be a no. It could be no. I don't really have a weird one. Just if you did, what? What is it? It's just. It's more like of a I curiosity. I feel like halfway through the rest of the You'll podcast, of I'll be like, hey, "Oh my god!" If you think of it, we can definitely stop <laughs> okay. and talk about it. Okay, a hundred percent. Cody, do you have a weird food combination? Uh, I think that's just subjective. Like, what do people think? Is sure, weird? you know, like I. I really like seafood. No. A lot of people, like, she doesn't like seafood. That's not, well, but it's got a more of like, um, so. Maybe L- like. Lucas Cheatwood. I don't yeah. know if you know the Cheatwoods yeah. yet. Um, he, he's the one who suggested this question because he does, um, he pours like milk in a glass or in a cup and then puts like. Cold or hot cornbread in it or something. Yeah, he's done that. Yeah, I did that as a kid. Like that was like oatmeal. Ugh, no. His grandpa grandpa still does it. Yeah, my dad still does it. Sweet yellow cornbread, milk. No. For breakfast. For breakfast? Yeah. Okay, so speaking of cornbread, I've always put um, syrup on my cornbread and sausage. Syrup on my cornbread. That's that's another one that people don't. It's like yeah, I don't think I've mix, even heard of that. Okay. Okay. See, I knew there was one. Yeah. I knew it. There you one. go. But she'll do it on like all sausage, like Polish sausage, breakfast sausage, yeah, any type of sausage. I think the sausage is probably normal. Breakfast sausage, yeah. Like, because like there's like maple sausage out there. Like not sweet. like Italian sausage. She would. Oh, oh yeah, I probably would. Yeah. yeah. I don't okay, know. Okay, there just we gives go. See, you guys just maybe talk through it a little bit. Yeah. I, I knew there was one. I knew it was so there. How would you explain that? So say it again. How What would the combination be? Cornbread and syrup or like, <laughs> I really like ketchup and syrup and with the sausage. Oh, <laughs> there, you go. there it is. There it is. Oh. When I'm doing the sausage. Oh, it's no. the ketchup and syrup mix that makes the sauce for the oh, sausage. So much That's sugar. where you lost me. Okay. Yeah, but there that, we go. That works it. on eggs too. Ugh. Yeah, it's yeah. gross. But the, okay. the syrup on the cornbread, that there's no ketchup involved in that. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty easy. I'll eat anything. Yeah. Okay, I think Jen wins that one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that definitely. We just had to kind of talk through that one to get <laughs> to the bottom. I told you there was one. Yeah. I told you. All <laughs> right. Last question before a more spiritual one. Uh <laughs> Jen, uh, what is uh, one thing that you're afraid of? Um, everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Life. Yeah. Yeah. Just air. Uh, no, I'm really terrified of the darkness, which makes me sound like a child, yeah. but. That's okay. I don't. No, darkness isn't good for me. Like any darkness, like even in your house. Yeah. Definitely in my house. That's the scary part. Do you not feel safe in your house? Not in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> not in the dark. Okay. No. Cody, what about you? Anything you're afraid of? And I'm not really afraid of a lot. Uh, 
guess I'll take it in a more of a serious way. They're like, I guess afraid for me is just I'm afraid sometimes that I like I'm not a good enough. There you go. Yeah. Father, afraid of failure. Husband, like, yeah, I'm afraid of not being good enough for my people that I'm leading. You know. Yeah, that's that's a real thing. Like, I'm not afraid of like, yeah, I don't like snakes, but I'm not afraid of it. I'll just kill it. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, Hmm. I'm not afraid of getting hurt. Like, I just don't want to get hurt because I know it hurts. Yeah. But I'll do whatever. Huh. It's a good answer. I really like that answer. Jen's just afraid of everything. Everything. (laughs) She's chicken. All right. Last question before we wrap up. A little bit more spiritual. Uh, Jen, what is one thing in your life, maybe in this season of life, that you are extremely grateful for? My husband. I'll go there. Oh. Yeah. In this season, if you wouldn't have said this season, maybe I could have come oh, up with something okay. different. But <laughs> you've been a good boy lately, Cody. <laughs> in lately, this season that we're in, and I feel like we'll talk about it later, but it's it's a rough one. But he's been the rock. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, Cody. What about you? What's one thing in this season of your life you're extremely grateful for? The I mean, yeah, I could go there too, but, but, um, I think mine would be more of the relationship that I have with God now, the relationship that I have with God now being a little bit closer. Yeah. Um, I don't know that, like, I don't know. It's just something I lean on now versus just yeah. only when I need something. Now it's like every day where I, yeah. I want to have a conversation with God. I want to be in prayer. I want to be reading like, and I think that's kind of pushed me to be able to be a little bit better of what she's, you know, the rock, the kind of the foundation yeah, on that. Sure. So it's, I'd be real thankful for my relationship right now with that. That's great. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, you did it. Now we're warmed up, right? That's some <laughs> yeah. rapid fire. Uh, we're feeling good. Not nerves. Nerves are gone. Gone. Just not even, not even relevant anymore. Uh, so let's get into the meat and potatoes. As her hand shaking, holding yeah, the mic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, as she's <laughs> as she's panting and sweating. Um, let's get into your stories, um, Jen. Since we started with you on the rapid fire, Cody, we'll start with you and like give that. you just a little breather. I like that. I can tell you need it, uh, <laughs> Cody. So uh, where did you grow up? What was life like for you? Um, what was your family dynamic? So uh, how were you raised? Um, were you raised in church? Um, what was school like? Sports? I mean, just kind of take us through your life, your family, and all that growing up. All right. Um, so different dynamics at different times, you know, kind of depended on which part of life. But starting out, um, parents had me really young. I mean, I think they were... My mom had just graduated high school, you know, so we kind of fell in that same category there. But um, started out really young, kind of had nothing, you know, just blue-collar parents, dad going to work, mom trying to work, you know. um, Pretty simple for the first four or five years of my life. You know, I didn't really, don't really know a whole lot to it, except that, you know, it's kind of a lot like, my dad liked cars like I do. You know, we spent a lot of time outside working on cars or fishing or, you know, just outside doing things. Um, yeah. Kind of living that simple life a little bit. Um, and then about five-ish, parents started separating. 
Um, like I just, a lot of my, that part of my childhood is, you know, I try not to think about it. So I kind of lose a little bit sure. of it. Yeah. Um, but like, there's definitely a lot of arguments and hard times and struggles and, um, just like non-consistency, I guess yeah. would be the best way to put it. Um, so they separated my mom actually during that time cheated on my dad. Um, so they separated and kind of went their own ways. Um, did she, they ever divorce or, or just yeah, separated? Yeah. Well, not at so this time. Yeah. Not I yet. Gotcha. Um, you know, my dad kind of fought for a while trying to I get gotcha. back with her and try to re, you know, reconcile and still try to make it work. Um, didn't really work out. So they did get divorced. It was kind of a strung out yeah. divorce. Um, I don't think it actually was official until I was probably about 12 before it was official. So it went like six years um, okay. of just, just cause they're, st- they were both stubborn, yeah. you know, um, both kind of stuck in their ways and wanting, wanting things. One, I don't know. It's kind of a, it's weird to me as an adult now, like thinking about my kids, part of me thinks it was like a, a game for each other. Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to outdo each other or try to look better than the other. Um, versus like really trying to put me in the right spot. Sure. You know, but, but didn't know any different, you know? Right. Um, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So we, d- we did a lot of back and forth. Like I lived with my mom most of the time up until I was about 13. Um, moved a lot, a lot. So um, where were you? I, I may have missed it. Where were you born and raised? So I was born in Muskogee. Um, I had no idea. Yeah. I've known you for forever. And I yeah. had no idea. He was, he was born premature. Yeah, I was. I was really little. Um, it's like two pounds. Wow. Yeah, I was little. So born in Muskogee. Were you, so that first maybe four or five years of your life, were you in Muskogee? No. Um, we lived in Shakota a little bit with my grandparents. And then Cody, I, why am I just now knowing about this? I don't know. I don't know. What in the world? Uh, but yeah, okay. born in Muskogee. Um, most of my my mom's side is all in Shakota area, Eufaula, McAllister, gotcha. all through that area there. So okay. I spent like probably the first year or so we lived out there um, in the middle of nowhere. Gotcha. And then my dad got a job in Tulsa. We we're still working in Tulsa, so we were driving. He was driving back and forth, so we got a house to stay at in Tulsa. Okay. Um, and like West Side Tulsa. Gotcha. You know, just all the blue collar guys. That's where <laughs> they just live, you know. Not much over there, yeah. just refineries and Yeah. Uh, Do you have siblings? No. Actually between for them, for my actual parents, no. I'm the yeah. only kid. Gotcha. Um when they both eventually got remarried, I ended up with siblings. Sure. Um one half brother, but everybody else is just step siblings. Gotcha. Uh, I'm the oldest. They're all younger. Um my dad got remarried, not, I'd say, what was it, 2012? No, <laughs> 2002. He got remarried in 2002 um, to my stepmom. <laughs> they've been, I mean, they're still married. They're still together. Yeah. And they, she had two kids. And both of them are older. Those two are actually older than me. Yeah. One's a year older, and then another one's two years older. Okay. Um, we were really close with them growing or growing up. I spent a lot of time, like I was really close to them, uh, but I still spent most of my time at my mom's. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have siblings there until my mom had another kid. I think I was 12 whenever, Wow. whenever she had Big the difference. next one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, huge age gap. Yeah. 
but so uh, I'm interested. So for first maybe four ish years of your life, mm-hmm. relatively normal, relatively. Yeah. Um, <coughs> your parents separate. You do a lot of back and forth. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of like you had said. Trying to maybe be the the cooler parent, the the one that yeah, there's definitely a lot of that. Yeah. So, uh, where's your headspace at this time? I mean, you are a kid who went from normalcy to complete, you know, just yeah being pulled this way and that way. What what did that do for you? So at the time, um, you know, I didn't really know the full extent of what caused you know their marriage to implode I guess in a way and go the way it did sure um I didn't really understand it so in my mind it was like well why am I why am I not with my dad you know Mm. why can't I just be Mm. with my dad I just want to you know just want to hang out with my dad because that's you know as a boy that's all I was really thinking about like you know my dad does all the things I like to do he likes to fish he likes to work on cars he likes to sure yeah be outside you know you didn't have a sibling so yeah and it's just me you know um so I didn't really understand it and then you know with the person that my mom was with at the time, not really a great person, still is not really a great person. Um, so it was kind of a lot of like manipulation mm. from his part to me and then like through my mom through to me. So a lot of the manip- manipulation was making me think different things about my dad that weren't necessarily true right. or saying things to, you know, going through court, like I would actually have to go to court and sit in there in front of everybody and tell them that, you know, my dad's doing things that he's not doing, you know, and I didn't know any different because I was just doing what so I was told to So basically forced to say right. things that right. weren't true. Yeah, and there's a, there was a lot of that. Um, hmm. So, but I didn't understand it then, you know, but by, by the time that I hit 12, 13, I started realizing what was actually, you know, happening. Right. Getting a little older, realizing that, you know, like I found out what my mom actually did and why it all happened and you know, started realizing like, hey, this guy is filling my head full of crap, mm. you know, that it's not true. Yeah. Um, you know, like he just, it just was a bad situation, you know, and like there's times through there that like the first time that I smoked weed, I was eight years old, you know, like I shouldn't have known what that was at eight, you know, but I sat down with the guy that my mom was married to in his house and he was like, here, do this, you know. Dang. So there was just a lot of mind, mind mm-hmm. control, mind manipulation stuff mm-hmm. that would happen, um, through those, you know, six, seven years. Do you think that affected how you, like, because as a kid, I mean, you're just so innocent, right? Like, in a sense, like, you, you, you do, as a kid, you do what your parents tell you to do, Yeah. right? You you try to be on your best behavior to some capacity, right? right? So uh, you're kind of getting to an age now where you're like, um... I'm realizing a few things like this isn't. Yeah. So uh, did that make you feel a certain way? Like how did that affect the relationships basically? So. It may be a loaded question. Yeah. I mean, it is, but it's, uh, you know, I started feeling different about my dad. I started realizing like, okay, he wasn't a bad person. Like, yeah, okay. He's still, we'll get into more of that later too. I'm sure. But like, I don't have a great relationship with him now. Um, as I've gotten older, you know, like we sh- would want to, sure. But, you know that that'll come in time. But um, as a kid, I just kind of let it go. I was like, okay, well, he wasn't doing anything bad. Like he kind of got the raw end of the deal. Um, 
and this person that my mom's with is not a good person, not good for any of us, like mm. making it, you know, we're not living a good life. Um, and there wasn't really a whole lot of church at the time through that. So I didn't really have that, that background with me. So you weren't raised in church <laughs> on and off. Like I, I went to a, occasionally went to like the assembly church there, which my mom at the time was living in Claremore. So I kind of went to assembly church there, um, on and off, but it was more so like going to hang out with friends and right. you know, it wasn't there for really going to church. Um, and then when the weekends that I was at my dad's, we would go to evangelistic temple, which is no longer that it's something else now. Um, here in Tulsa, mm-hmm. but it was, it's a, uh, a Pentecostal church. Okay. Uh, so when I was going, I was I was going to a Pentecost church, which is where I was originally baptized and you know yeah. said to be saved. I I wasn't. You know we can talk about that more later too. But um, so there just really wasn't a lot of that. You know it yeah. wasn't consistent. Yeah. Sometimes we went, sometimes we didn't. So I didn't really have that knowledge. Um, at that at that age. Yeah. Um. But I I definitely feel like some of those situations stole my innocence. So I think I was more of like. A, me at 13 wasn't your typical 13-year-old. Like, my mind was more like, okay, there's trauma in my mind, so I'm stuck kind of at a certain age, but at the same time, like, I've already done things that most 12-year-olds haven't. Yeah. So I think I was a little more susceptible to, like, doing more things that I shouldn't be doing and being involved in things I shouldn't be at a younger age. Um, You know... Just doing, just not living a godly life. You yeah. Know? Um, so, question for you: Outside of maybe the the parent aspect of your life, mm-hmm. that those relationships, uh, what what was your life like? Were you um, involved in sports? Did you do yeah. extracurriculars? Kind of like what was your growing up? ish what what was that like for you so outside of that probably from about six to six to twelve six to thirteen i played a lot of golf like that's just pretty much what i did okay um which that was a stepdad thing you know that's what he wanted wanted me to do so i did it um so there was a lot of that and i did competitions and tournaments stuff like that yeah um but i was more into like riding bikes skateboarding skating yeah um, making ramps, you know, just doing wild boy stuff because that's what we did. Um, and then like fishing, we were always fishing. I was always going hunting with buddies, and like, yeah, that's just kind of what we did. Yeah. Um, so just more of like outdoors. I wasn't too into actual sports at the time. Um, I didn't really get into sports until probably fourteen. Okay. Thirteen, fourteen is where I actually like played baseball and played football and. Yeah. Um, did that for a while. So you had said, so you said you moved around, you born in Muskogee, mom was in Claremore. Mm -hmm. Um, Where did you kind of, did you have a place that you kind of settled in maybe towards high school or talk about that or not? Maybe not. Maybe kept moving around. Well, I mean, really, so I didn't really feel settled anywhere. You can (laughs) talk in the mic, Jen. It's okay. You don't have to just sign language. What would you like to say? Now you're on the spot. He settled down with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a consistent place. There you go. Um, yeah. You know, but I, 
the most consistency I had was probably when I, when I hit about 15 with the person that my mom's married to now. Um, we kind of different moved. marriage. Than the yeah. So she's been married three times. Okay. So this isn't the, the first stepdad. No, this is, gotcha. this is my current stepdad, which has been become over the years, more of my actual dad. It's the gotcha. person I call most of the time, um, have that better relationship with, but that consistency, consistency kind of started there with him just because it was, I wasn't still as much as I wanted to. I still wasn't getting along with my dad. We didn't have a good relationship even like in those early years. Yeah. Um, so when I was at my mom's, it was like I could kind of have that father figure more so, I guess. Yeah. Not that my dad wasn't there. Like he's still there if I need him. Sure. Like if I call him, like he's, he's still my dad, but, um, just the way it felt like I was more, I was closer to him. So there was, um, I don't really know how to explain that, but, um, so really about 14, 15 was kind of when she started dating him and then we moved in with them. And that was really a stability I had. So then I started going to school out there, which they live in Wainwright. They still live there. Um, so that's what I call home is Wainwright. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> so is that, where did you go to school? Multiple places, multiple places. Okay. So, Cody is but a I, carny. I, yeah. No, he I lived. went back and forth between my dad's <laughs> and my mom's a few different times. Like during so. high school? So what was high Let's just get into high school. Okay. Th- those years, because they're coming up anyway, yeah. right? What was high school like for you? And you can talk about the, the, the moving a lot yeah. and different areas like that, but just kind of the whole spectrum. What, what was that so high school years? I graduated middle school from Tulsa and then went into high school in Tulsa. I started going to Memorial High School. Okay. Um, started out playing sports. Um, and then I, before the freshman year actually started, I actually ended up moving back out to my mom's. Um, was there a certain reason why I just bumped heads all the time with with my dad? So, you know, that's the, that's the hard thing about divorce is it kind of, as a kid, it gives you, unfortunately, a game that you can play almost essentially. Um, you kind of have the ability to bounce back and forth. Like if you don't agree with what one of the parents said, you can kind of go to the next one. Right. Unfortunately, like that's just kind of how it works. <coughs> um, but so I did do that a lot. I, I mean, I didn't really understand it then either. I just was like, I just don't get along with my dad. So I'm going to go back over here. Um, and usually, I mean, but I did kind of in my mom's, I kind of just did whatever I wanted, you know, uh, it's kind of like a free for all. I just did what I wanted. Um, you know, and maybe that's what it was in my mind. Maybe it was like, okay, my dad actually has rules and boundaries. So I'm going to go yeah. over here. And so was your mom in Tulsa? No, she was living in, in Wainwright. Wainwright. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're planted at this point in Wainwright. Ish. Ish. We'll get, we can okay. well, get in that okay. too. So, um, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's itching. Um, so I, I left my dad's freshman year before the school year even really started. I think I went like two weeks and then left. I didn't go to school for probably like half the year when I first got down there. Uh, my mom, they were together, but we weren't living there yet. So my mom had a place. I think she was li- like renting an apartment or something in Bigsby, but she was trying to move out there. So I ended up uh, staying with my uncle and going to a, a Hildell High School there, which is where his house was at, was by that. Um Played football there, went through the full freshman year. Um, I pretty much stayed at his house that whole year. 
and then didn't like living in my uncle's house because it just it wasn't like I didn't have anybody there. It was pretty much just me. Like I would just just be there, you know. Yeah, just hanging out. I wasn't required to go to school. Nobody cared what I did. Like I just I needed something more, you know, and I could fill it. So called my dad back up. Was like, hey. <laughs> I want to move back in with you, you know, and of course, he was like, sure, like, I'll come get you, like, let's pack your stuff up, let's get you back over here, um, you know, he's, he definitely was always willing to take me back in, um, so I went back over there, and I stayed there all the way through 10th grade. So this is back at Memorial? Yeah, Memorial. went back to Memorial, okay. which is where we started meeting each other, um, but I didn't really know her at the time, like. We knew of each other, but that was really it. Um, but then, <laughs> so I, I also I left my dad's again. At that point, I was working 40 hours a week, doing my own thing. Um, and I got to the point. In like, high school? Yeah. Working 40 hours a week? Yeah. What were you doing? Uh, started out at Red Lobster, working in the kitchen. Oh, so you're like 15, 16 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really all I did because I – I quit playing sports when I came back. I didn't play the next year. So 10th grade, I didn't play. I was already driving in 10th grade. Into 9th grade, I was driving. Okay. Um, so I started, I was working all the time. Um, and it was one of those things where, like, I did a lot of things for myself. Like, I pretty much, you know, took care of myself. Um, just had somebody else's roof to live under, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, so back in Memorial, 10th grade, not playing sports, just going to school, going to work. Um, still bumping heads with my dad, um, you know, multiple times of actual, you know, physical altercations and just not getting along and just for some reason just can't work through it. Um, so at that point I just basically just packed my stuff back up, drove all my stuff out to my mom's. Um, I finished high school going out there. So I was living in Wainwright, still going to school at Memorial. Um, that's a drive. Yeah. So I'd get up in the morning, go to high school. Um, and then as soon as I got out of, out of school, I'd go straight to work. And at that time I was working at Reesers, um, and I'd work until about midnight and then drive back. And I did that all the way through high school. Um, just, Dude, but I had hard. to, you know, like I had to pay for my insurance. I had to pay for my phone. I had to pay for my own food. Right. Um, you know, I was, I literally was probably about 16 is when I really started just pretty much taking care of myself. Wow. Um, Spent a lot of times, like the times that I didn't want to go back, I would, I had a buddy that had his own apartment already and I would just go, you know, I'd stay a couple of weeks with him just, you know, if I didn't want to drive back and forth yeah, or I'd sure. end up, you know, us not being true Christians at the time, you know, if I wanted to just stay the night at her house, I would, yeah. um, you know, so just a lot of, it was just me on my own pretty much. Um, yeah. and then it got to where that point we started talking and kind of getting together um so how old are you here 18 so senior in high school Mm -hmm. okay and i (laughs) didn't think i was gonna graduate like i just i was not i didn't care if i was late like i would just show up when i showed up um didn't go if i didn't want to go like i said i was pretty much just doing my own thing um and it got to the point to where, like, I don't know, I just wanted to quit, basically. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I didn't quit. Um, and then my senior year, being 18, 
at that point we started dating and I ended up moving in with her at her parents' house at the time. Um, but a lot of that came to like my parents, my mom at the time didn't really care for us being together. Um, and you know, it got to the point to where she was like, look, you're either, you're going to pick me or you're going to pick her. So I said, all right, see you later. Yeah. And moved in with her, you know, um, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> you know, it is crazy to think Especially about. Especially with your own kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did it, and obviously it was for a reason. You know, the lifestyle still wasn't there that of what I needed um, to be the man I needed to be. So, so. let's let's talk a little bit more spiritual mm-hmm. before we jump over to Jen, because I think this is a good segue to, to jump to you. Yeah. Um, through high school, maybe middle school, high school, um, you said you weren't raised in church. Did you ever find yourself going to church through middle school, high school? Were you ever... Um, yeah. Did you become a Christian in middle school, high school? Yeah. So what was that like? There was there was times. So like, um, as a younger kid, we went to that evangelistic temple, the Pentecostal church. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to church camps occasionally. Um, so I did know of God and I did believe in God, but um, there just wasn't more to it than that at the time. Yeah. Um, about the time that I hit middle school. My dad was pretty pretty good about having a relationship with God. So, you know, he did start taking us to church, uh, whether it was just me and him on a Wednesday night, which is what a lot of it started out to be. Just we would kind of be our time. You know, we'd go get dinner or something and then go to, at the time, it was Church on the Move, okay. which Willie George was still there at the time. Yeah. Um, so we would do that on Wednesdays. You know, so that was like our time together. So in middle school, it did start kind of building up to that yeah, a little right. bit. Um, so that's one thing I can give to my dad. You know, I can give him that credit. Like he did start that foundation in me. Um, it just took a little while to get there, you know. Um, but his dad is actually, my grandpa was, was actually a preacher for many years. You know, it's so like he grew up in it. Yeah. And it's just the way kind of, you know, me going back and forth, it made it harder for me to be actually truly dedicated in it or be consistent because my mom didn't really live that way right my dad wanted to live that way you know so it was just I didn't I didn't have the consistency um and then high school we still kind of continued that not every Wednesday but tried to do Wednesdays um but he he did a lot of things where he went like back to school and kind of investing into himself to try to get somewhere in life you know just later in life for him so that some of that kind of took away from that so I didn't really have that as much unless I decided to go with like a friend yeah um which I did a few times it just wasn't there was just no consistency really um always believed in God though like I always knew God was real I always knew that that I was you know that I could feel things spiritually you know different than what like I just even though I wasn't in church like I knew that at times God was telling me things and at times that, you know, God was keeping me out of situations. Um, like I can be specific with one of them. Um, I had a buddy. He literally was my best friend for like for our whole childhood. Um, we lived in two different places, but like we would go stay the weekend in each other's house and like just hang out. Um, bad influences on each other at the time. Like he's the person I tried every, everything under the sun with, you know? Yeah. Um, just cause, like I said, that was, you know, I kind of did my own thing. 
and that was opened up to me at a really young age. There was a lot of drugs and alcohol and things that I did at a younger age um, that, you know, like, that's just most people really don't do it at that age. Um, yeah. Unless, <laughs> I mean, yeah. unless they're, you know, unless yeah. they're in that lifestyle. So right. just, you know, so I did become part of that lifestyle. So the church thing wasn't really part of it. Um, but I still, in those times, I knew that God was there. Because uh, there's been many a times that, you know, I probably shouldn't have woke up the next day. You know, I probably shouldn't have woke up the next day. I probably should have just went to sleep, you know. Um, but I had a buddy that was really close, and I did go to church with him sometimes. Yeah. Um, his parents still would make him go, so he would go to, I think it was uh, Guts. So I would occasionally go to Guts with him. So, you know, I did a lot of, like, bouncing around. I would just go with whoever was hanging out. Um, but yet then we turn around later that day and, you know, go throw down a 30-pack between the two of us. You know, like, just stupid. Yeah. Um, but there was many times that, like, with me bouncing around and having unstable relationship with parents and kind of living that lifestyle, there was many times where I went, like, really bad, deep, dark depression. Um, at the time, I didn't know it was depression. Sure, yeah. Being you know, kid, I didn't yeah. know I had anxiety, didn't know I had depression, things like that, that I was fighting that I didn't know. You know, and whereas now as an adult, I know I've like I've been diagnosed with it. I know that trauma causes it. I know what causes it. So, you know, I understand it now. But then I didn't know what it was. Um, so I would just do, you know, more abuse to myself um, and got to the point where there was a couple times where I literally like wanted in my life as, you know, a 14, 15 year old hmm. where I'm like, all right, I'm done. You know, like dad doesn't like me. I don't like my dad. I don't have anywhere to stay. I'm kind of taking care of myself. Like I don't have anything. What's the point? you know, at 15 years old. And that's heartbreaking to think about now because, you know, my oldest is not too far away from being 15 and I couldn't imagine her sitting in a room thinking about ending her life, Yeah, you know. Um, but luckily, this is where I'm saying, like, I think, like, I know, I don't think, I know God was still kind of working on me at the time too because even through this buddy that I had that was probably one of the worst influences in my life, um, he's the only reason I didn't kill myself specifically one time. Like I was to the point to where like I had a gun in my hand ready to go and he just happened to show up at the same time and, you know, uh, talk me out of it, you know? So like there's God puts, you know, people in place at times, even when you're not a believer and, you know, and you don't realize it until you're looking back later in life where you're like, all right, well, I know yeah, God sure. was working in it and I just didn't know yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, like, there was, a, there was a lot of deep times through there, and that's stuff that's, you know, it's affected me through into my adulthood, you know. Like, it's even affected our relationship at times. Um, so, yeah, so I just, there wasn't a lot of that until, really, until we got married and, you know, we both knew that we wanted to have a better relationship with God, and she was raised in church, so it it made a difference to me. Like, I always tell, I always tell everybody that she would literally, God placed her in my life, if she, and if <laughs> and if you didn't, I probably would be dead. Like, because I I would have was going a whole different direction. You yeah, know? sure. Um, so her being in my life kind of changed my trajectory, and saved me. You know. Yeah. Well, let's just make that the segue. Why don't we do that, Jen? Yes. How are you? <laughs> Good. I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, where were you born? Where were you raised? Uh, what was life like? siblings, family dynamic, um, all that stuff. Tell us about your life. So I was born and raised in Tulsa. 
like okay. the heart of Tulsa. Um, I have one brother. He's six years older than me. Younger. Oh, yeah. Younger. I'm six years older. <laughs> I'm six okay. years older. Sorry. Still got some nerves in her. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like where to start with this. Yeah. Um, no, you're good. Just let it flow. My parents um, were together my entire childhood. So I was raised in a family, a stable family, I guess you could say. Yeah. It felt stable. I don't think it was. But that was a big attraction for me because I didn't have yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I was involved in church. We went to Southeast Free Will Baptist. Kay. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Or uh, not that Free Will Baptist. I have not. It's uh, It was tiny. I think services... I. I was a child, so I don't really remember yeah. correctly, probably, but I'm thinking like maybe 50 on like a good Sunday. Mm-hmm. Where, at, where in Tulsa is that? East yeah. Tulsa. 21st and Garnet. Yeah. Area. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, is that, that's probably right, on, right around where you were raised, I'm assuming. Uh, yes. I was at 31st and Memorial okay. for about yeah. 14 years of my life. And then we moved to 51st and Memorial. <laughs> uh, two miles over. Yeah. She's full on Tulsa girl. There you so, go. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and we went to that church my entire life. Like, I think my mom started there when I was two or right around two, two and a half. Okay. So, really, that's all I've ever known. Yeah. Um, my dad was in and out of church. He grew up Catholic, so this is, religion was very confusing to me. So I would go to church. Once we got involved and got started, we would be there Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, any event. Yeah, doors are open, you're there. Doors are open, we're there. Um, My mom, my brother, and I, the three of us. Um, And my dad was raised Catholic, so holidays were weird for me because it was like, let's go do the the, you know, children's play for, you know, the birth of Jesus at Christmas, but then we're also going to go to midnight mass. Yeah. Because that's what your dad, like, side of the family does. So yeah. it was just, it was really weird. And to go from, like, Baptist service to, like, a Catholic service was, and still is very hard for me. Like, I don't know what the Catholic are doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I know certain aspects of it, but it's just not the same at all. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I spent a lot of time in church. She was a good girl. With, yeah, I, <laughs> she didn't do I was, I was good. I feel like I was pretty good. We are literally complete opposites. Yeah. Um, opposites attract. Yeah. I went to the same school. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Skelly <laughs> Elementary. <laughs> and then I went to Bird Middle School. Where I think we went together, but didn't have a clue about each other. Yeah, I had no idea. We were in separate grades, even though we we're the same age. So I got held back. Yeah, you know. he forgot to say that. It's okay. It wasn't. It was be due to the bouncing around. Like it had yeah. nothing to do with him. There, were, there, were, yeah, there was many years where I like. It was just his attendance. Year, multiple times. They're like, so. you're just gonna have to. Yeah. Jump back a year, buddy. I mean. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we didn't. I don't really remember him in middle school. And then I went to Memorial High School and 
that's where I met him and remember him. But my childhood was pretty, mm, I thought it was very normal. Yeah. Now. Until, until she got older. Yeah. Until I got older and it's, it's become a whole different thing. So. So. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I had so. A, <laughs> had a pretty good easy childhood, I think. No. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of where to go. So. For me, I've heard the I've heard the saying of if you can't really remember a whole lot about your childhood, it was pretty blissful for the most part. Um, that you were aware of, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of like you were alluding to, it seemed normal, normal life. Go to school, go to work, go to church, whatever. Um, but sometimes that's not the case as yeah. you get older, right? Yeah. So for you though, being younger, I mean. Tell me a little bit more about your childhood um, as far as, I mean, you may think it's pretty boring, but what are some of the things you did? What are some of the things you remember um, that maybe shaped you today or things like that? Um, I just remember being in church. Really? So that was it? Yeah. Um, I didn't do sports. I I did. I tried everything once. Yeah. And then I Good think for you. Good for you. <laughs> I think once I tried it and realized that it wasn't for me, like, I don't know if my parents were like, I'm not paying for that anymore. Cause yeah, she's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I remember softball specifically. My dad was like, she's pulling weeds. And I was <laughs> like, and is that what you're supposed to do? Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. are you supposed to do all the way back That's down right. here? It's you a little know? boring out there. Yeah. So, and then I, you know, I tried like the girly gymnastic stuff mm. and I'm not flexible mm. and, so I tried, I tried band, orchestra, like I tried it all and just nothing ever really stuck. <laughs> I'm pretty boring. I don't know. She doesn't like music. Yeah. That's why you sit in silence. Yeah. Yeah. Your band. Cause I just, yeah. I'm, hey, yeah. I'll tell you though, when she does listen to music, she gets down. Yeah. She starts <laughs> dancing, singing. Uh oh. Have yeah. another fun. side of gin yeah. that we don't know about. It comes no. out. It comes out. No. <laughs> She's no. lying. She's lying. Okay, so let's transition to, to high school for you. Yeah. Um, obviously, you guys met in high school, but um, maybe a little bit before you, you met, and then we can go from there. What, what was high school like for you? What was your family life like for you? Were you still in church? Um, what was that? Kind of give us a glimpse into that. So, yeah, pretty normal, I would say. My mom, I feel like, sheltered me a lot. In what ways? In every way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so what I did not know at this point in my life, but I knew something, um, I don't know, or should I wait until when I actually found out? She, she, up to you, up to you, (laughs) your story. She sheltered me. And what I did not know in high school is that I was actually molested when I was two. Oh, wow. By a family member. I really don't know the story all that much. Um, I don't know. I know. I, I don't know. So I've heard the story one time and then okay, so I kind of kept that it. from you basically. Yes. Okay. And from that, I think, um, like people always said that we were like, they questioned whether the umbilical cord was ever cut with my mom and I, because if I went to children's church, like she went to children's church or yeah. she stayed in service, I stayed in service. Or I remember countless times where she like would try to go play bingo or not bingo, bunko with her girlfriends from church. Mm-hmm. And it, I would 
either be in tears, standing at the door, crying the whole, and we're talking like high school, (laughs) (laughs) or like I would just go with her and they'd be like, all right, she's in high school. She's going to join the Bunko team. Like, ma'am, is that your daughter? Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't. um, Yeah. We, she probably could have been without me, but I couldn't be without her. I, I, I don't know. Tim, I don't, I don't know. I slept in her bed like until I was a good fourteen, yeah, fifteen yeah, years and then old. Convinced her brother to sleep with her because she didn't want to be by herself. And then, <laughs> like my so dad, scared of the dark. Yeah. yeah, for real. It all comes full circle. You yeah. Realize things. Yeah. But then I would, yeah, I would bribe my brother and be like, "Hey, well, we can watch ESPN if you sleep in my bed, or <laughs> I'll pay five dollars if I can snuggle with you." <laughs> like, yeah, because I. At 14 years old, had never, like, slept alone. Yeah. So that right. was that was hard for me. And I'm terrified of the dark. Yeah. So uh, let me try to get into your headspace a little bit. Your mom tells you this. Was that just a random, oh, hey, hey, Jen, by the way? Or was it, I mean, what was that moment like and what went through your head? Kind of. Um, I was, I think I was, like, 24, 25, 26. Let's, okay. So a lot later in life. Yeah. yeah there's I, a lot I gotcha. to that part of the story. It's kind of where our life starts getting. <laughs> well, let's let's maybe not get there yet. And we'll come back to that. So later. I was in counseling as a child for that. Um, like in the moment when it happened, my parents immediately, well, my mom immediately put me through counseling and I got like help the help that I needed at two years old that's that's hard Mm. right like Wayland's not even talking right now so that's that's really hard yeah like how do you counsel a two-year-old who's been through that um so it was a remind me it was a family friend no it was family it was family it was extended family I don't think I ever saw him after that day I don't I know his name but that's all I know about him he's no longer alive by the way he, yeah, he passed away, and so I was very thankful. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. So, and, like, growing, I don't know, growing up, so I was so attached to my mom. Like, it was, and I think for her, she also was attached to me for the same reasons. Like, she's for had. For her tra- childhood as well. Okay. She's had trauma in her childhood, and so, therefore, like, when she had me, she had miscarriages before me. So, when she had me. And, you know, we were just each other's person. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. I get that. Yeah. But too much. Like, too much. If you look back, it wasn't healthy. Like, I still. She did everything for me. Therefore, I do nothing for myself. Like, you know, when I get out into the real world later, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do normal things. And my relationship with my dad was not the greatest. Um, I mean, he's my dad, and he was there. Why? Uh, so you say it wasn't the greatest. I mean, are you talking about comparing it to your mom's relationship, or yeah. just in general it wasn't the greatest? Both. I mean, I think. In what ways? Um, because me and my mom were so close, I don't know if I ever let the guard down. And I think, like, like I said, I've never heard the story yeah. I mean I've heard the story once but I've kind of let it go but I I do know that my dad doesn't believe that it happened mm. and so maybe that started the relationship of like 
she believes me, she knows what happened, and dad doesn't, so maybe it started when we were three, but I don't, I mean, like, it's fine, like, we can sit in the room together, and we can talk, and we can hang out, and we can do whatever, go out to dinner, or whatever, but, like, do I call him? No. Yeah. And then that was the same in childhood, too. Like, if I had an issue or a problem, I'd call mom, and mom would take care of it, and dad was, like, I don't know. He was just there. He supported yeah. us. Well, but he also wasn't there, too. Like, he <coughs> he traveled a lot for his work. In high school. Yeah, yeah. and, like, was, was gone a lot. Yeah. And um, both of my parents, which this is the point where I didn't know, but both of them have addiction issues. And so he was more extreme, I guess, than my mom. And so my mom just hid it from us very well, where I don't think my dad ever did. So how long were they, I mean, drug addiction? Yeah. Yeah. So how long had that been going on? My whole life. Like, I I remember as a kid, like, my dad being like, go get my pipe. It's on top of the... And I would just, like, run. Like, I envisioned myself running down the hallway that I lived in forever in, like, just nothing but a diaper and T-shirt going to grab... I just didn't think anything of it because it was normal. Yeah, but again, like, I didn't know. I thought everybody's dad did that, like, you know, because I, even at church, like, I remember gentlemen at the church who would, like, smoke cigarettes. Sure. And so, like, what was the difference between what? Yeah, you were too young to know the difference. Right. So. But you're raised in church the whole time, you're. With my mom. My dad would occasionally come, but. Holidays. But your mom's. In addiction as well. Yes. Okay. But I, I don't know if it's more of like a social thing for her at that point or if it's an all the time and she just, mm. it's after we go to bed or I don't right. know. But yeah. But she hit it. Yeah. Very well. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you're in high school. But I feel like everything's normal. So like everything's fine in my world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, as a kid, right? I mean, yeah. like, that's the... Uh, I mean, as a kid, I just think my dad's, like, mean, and my mom's nice. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything's fine. Wow. That's crazy. But yeah. I was in – I was starting to talk about that a second ago. I was in therapy, and I still remember, like, even in high school um, – well, in middle school, my uncle passed away, and this was a huge – like, looking back, this is a red flag for me. But um, my uncle passed away – when I was in sixth grade, mm-hmm. my mom's brother. But he she got, struggled with addiction as well. Yeah, he got into a car accident. Um, he was intoxicated. And um, he actually, I think the other people survived. Again, this is a hairy situation. I don't really remember. Um, but anyways, in the middle of the night, my mom packed up and left to go be with her mom to then go be with the family because... My parents moved to Tulsa um, and then had our family. Everyone else in our family is from the Houston, LaPorte area. And so we have no cousins. We have no grandparents up here. It's just us. So when he passes away, um, they get into a car. My mom jumps into a car with my grandma, and they drive down to Houston. And during that time, again, like, I don't stay away from my mom. I don't Mm -hmm. sleep by myself. I'm very dependent on my mother. Um, I can't stay with my father 
during that time that she, I mean, she was probably gone a normal week to, you know, do everything you do when somebody passes away. And I had to stay with our pastor and his family. And my brother didn't, but I remember, I don't, I don't think he did, but he stayed at home with dad. But like, I couldn't handle being away from my mom and my dad didn't know how to The pastor's wife was like her second mom. So like that's why she was there. That was also like her counselor. Yeah. Her, that's what, that's that was what I was person. getting into. So that was the first time that I remember the counseling kind of starting with her. And and then after that, like it was like every, t- every Tuesday we yep. would go. Sit down, have fries and talk. Yeah, <laughs> she would take me to Brahms. We would get a small fry and a cherry limeade. And we would just, as a teenager, I would just sort out all of my emotions. And, but she was more than that, too. She was like, I know I struggled um, in school. I was on an IEP starting in, like, first or second grade. Um, I had What's a reading. What's an IEP? An individualized educational plan. Okay. So Learn something every day. Yeah. Um, or yeah. Um, so I struggled in reading comprehend comprehension. So I, if I would read something, I would zone out or like, I couldn't tell you the details of it. Um, and so I think I should have been on one of them plans. It sounds (laughs) like me. (laughs) You just got a little extra help. That's all. Um, so, but it was just a learning disability, but, and, and it was fine in elementary school. And then when I got to middle school, math got hard because you have to memorize the steps of algebra and, you know, what to do in this situation. And, you know, um, that was hard for me. So I remember her like really being a mentor and sit and she was a teacher. So she would sit down and, you know, say like, this is, this is how you do this. Now yep. let's practice it four times or whatever, whatever she did. But she was a huge huge mentor in my life and yeah so okay so you're in high school at Tulsa Memorial mm-hmm. you're in high school at Tulsa Memorial yep how do you meet when do you meet how do you meet is, is it love at first sight kind of what was the still part of my story I feel like yeah it is so I'm in my own world at this point. Yeah, still. he's in his own <laughs> world. I'm like doing the whole like when you walk by and you think somebody's cute. So you like push him or, you know, in the hall or I'll like flick his hat off and then just keep walking and oblivious. Yeah, had no idea. No idea. Yeah. You're probably thinking, what the heck? Yeah. Like, he like, what is this weird girl? <laughs> <doing>? <laughs> yes. So I don't know. I just thought he was cute. So I just like, oh, like, hey, what's up? Hey, flick your hat off. Yeah. <laughs> push you into a locker. Or it's so funny <laughs> to think about like us as middle school and high schoolers know, and like the things we did. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. My kid does the same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he actually had no interest. He was like, yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> so his best. Well, not his best friend that he talked about, but one of his friends at the time. That he was also a bad with. influence. Yeah. Um, kind of picked up on those clues. Yeah. And so he was like, well, I'm just going to push her back then. If you're not like, I'm going to. And so, and we ended up having a class together, him and I, and that's really when we were like, Hey, we could hang out. And so, so she dated my best friend. Yeah. At the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about Cody. No. no. <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. This so other you... guy and I had a class together. 
the same time this is all going on. So he's oblivious. And I was like, oh, fine. Is this you don't care. What grade is this? It's my senior year, their junior year. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So he's younger. So we date for a year in whatever you can consider dating in high school. It's like not real. Right. But whatever. Yeah. Um, Just doing things you shouldn't do. Yeah. I am this like little innocent, never done anything wrong little girl. Mm-hmm. And he's a lot like Cody in the sense of they're hanging out, they're doing whatever. I mean, we were like, put it in this perspective, like she would hang out with him during the day. And then as soon as she would leave, we would go get high. Like, yeah, I had was, no that idea. That was what we did every day. And then we'd be up all night messing around, doing whatever. Or he would do things like. But we would do would the cute like. out with her and then like me and him go to a party or something instead of, you know, like it was just bad influences. Yeah. And we would we would do the cute like, let's stay on the phone all night and sleep with the, like sleep on the phone with each other. And he would just put me on mute yeah, in his pocket. And then we'd go in the garage. And then they would just. <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea. I had no idea. I, did I was a lot completely of time oblivious. Too, yeah. yeah, like I had no idea. So, uh, Cody, from your perspective, do you think you even liked Jennifer? Did no. I? No, your friend. No. Uh, well, he liked what he was getting out of it. Yeah, if I could put it that way. Is that okay? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Um he liked what he was getting out of it, but it yeah. wasn't. He wasn't. It he, wasn't like he wasn't a genuine person. Yeah, yeah. In her mind, it was. Oh, okay, okay. But in his mind, it was manipulation. Like yeah, I'm going to yeah, make yeah. you think, right? I like you, so I can get what I want. Sure. And I'm going to go do whatever else I want to do. Yeah. Um, and and people would try to tell me they'd be like, "He's doing this." I mean, I'm like, I, I even got to the him? point. Yeah, that's well, right. I even got to the point to where like, I didn't like hanging out with the guy because I didn't want to. I started getting to where I didn't want to be part of it. Like I was trying to start straying away from doing things. Well, and you and your dad were still, and doing, we were still the doing the Wednesday night. night. Like, oh, yeah. There were still things. things. God was still tugging at me, you know. So I was able to like start trying to. It got to the point where I was starting to try to like get him away from all of it versus right, being part of it. Like if he went over there and he was doing something, I wouldn't start doing it with him. I'd be like, hey, like why don't we go do this instead? Yeah, you know, like yeah. trying to sure. Stop him from all and that stuff. And they did. They yeah. did try to like incorporate me into some of it. And she I would. just wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, I don't fall into peer pressure. Which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I've got a pretty good backbone, I guess, when it comes to that. But, you know, they would, if they were drinking, they would like make me a drink and I would like. She'd go pour it out in the bathroom. Act like <laughs> she drank it, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. She was smart. <laughs> she was smart. Yeah. Like I wanted to be involved, but then like I knew it wasn't right and it's not what I should have been doing and. So I just. So you date the guy for a year? About, not maybe not even a year. A little and under things, that, yeah. So then you're just like, eh, whatever. No, I finally realized what people were saying, was and true. I caught him. Yeah, and I. It was actually the day after I graduated. I had already quit hanging out with him at this point. Yeah. Um, and I, <laughs> I, caught him skipping school because I was allowed to skip school. I had graduated. I was done. But he wasn't like he was still a junior and he wasn't supposed to be skipping school. And I wasn't perfect in that aspect either. Like I would call my mom and be like, hey, will you call me out of class? And she'd be like, oh, sure, honey. And then she'd call me out of class. And like, that's how I would skip. But like. These boys just like didn't tell their parents, like, you know, the difference. Yes. 
And so at least my mom like knew where I was or knew what I was doing. And it was, it was one, I don't know. And so like <laughs> I had an Acura at that time and I had a sunroof and I remember my grandma, the one that lives with us was driving and I saw him. I didn't know he was skipping. Like he had just told me like, yeah, I'm at whatever. He did like Votech or whatever. So he was like, yeah, I'm at Votech. I'm doing my thing. Talk to you later. And I was like, okay, well, just let me know. Like I'm out yeah. for the day or whatever. And at that time, we like pull up to a red light at, at the same time as each other. No. And I get out of my sunroof like all the way. And I was like, you're a liar. Like screaming at the top of my lungs. Like I just couldn't believe it. Like, I I don't know. Like, I thought that, like, maybe I could marry this guy someday, like, for all the wrong reasons. Like, he was not the one I was supposed to marry. Yeah. But I truly thought, like, we're in high school. I wanted to marry a high school sweetheart. And maybe it was supposed to be him. But it wasn't. And so I was <laughs> furious. And then all these people have been telling me, and it's true, and I'm seeing it. So I'm heartbroken. I think he could care less. He's like, cool, I'll just move on to the next person. Like, yeah. bye. Um, literally have never talked to him since that day. Like, yeah. And so Cody over here. She called me. <laughs> I think you called me. Wait, so, but you knew each other. Yeah. Yeah, well, because. Okay, but I didn't know that you, because the last time, or right before this, you right, said. Well, uh, he was literally my friend. Okay. So I was over at his house every day. I didn't really, I knew her, but I didn't know her. So I, he was. But how did you get her number? I, I don't know. I don't know. There's no telling. I mean, we were probably like communicating at some point in time throughout their relationship. Yeah. I mean, like we would hang out. Because we, but I wasn't there for Cody. I was with her all the time, but not in a relationship sense. Like, I was there hanging out with him, and then he was, you know, she was there to see him. That type of situation. Totally. Okay. Um, I got you. So we're just mingling. But yeah. So you call who calls who? She called I me. Think he called well, me. Well, I was. I remember. <laughs> no, I remember it distinctively. Okay. There was. I did call you, but you called me first, crying. I was at work, and she called me crying because she was like, "I finally find out the truth," you know, all upset, crying. And then so I was. I was like, "Okay, well, I'm at work. I'll call you back when I'm not at work." And then I called her and was like, "All right, hey, do you need somebody to talk to?" And then so we just met up. At Brahms, actually, I went and picked her up, and then we went. And Go got, to Brahms. We went and got ice cream, yeah. and just kind of sat in the truck at the time, and just talked. We were there for like hours. Yeah. And. But that's not what started us. Really? No. Yeah. Like so, we just we just talked we out. Just let and it out. Was there for you know, let her vent, and like I told her like, hey, look, I've already known about all this. Like, it sucks. I tried telling you, I'm sorry. Like, you deserve better than that. You yeah. know, because at this point, I'm already, I'm mentally switching more into you know believing in god more being more spiritual starting to kind of get away from my bad habits a little bit and so like i'm trying to give like push that into her a little bit you know because that's just where i was at at the time and then we didn't talk to each other for like a couple months like yeah two or three months after that we so just nothing happened after that. no we nope. just talked and then like she had my number she named me she called me or whatever you know um but then we happened to I happened to be with a buddy and stopping at Sonic one night. Just this to was about July, so yeah. all of that happened in May of two thousand nine, mm-hmm. and then July. And then July we saw each other at Sonic. I started talking, and then it just 
No, he showed off his tattoo is I what did. happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. I got my first and like, tattoo, and I was like, hey, you see my tattoo? <laughs> and I, the innocent uh. little girl growing up very Southern Baptist, was like, in my head, I'm thinking, mm, not a big tattoo person, but yeah, I love it. Like, yeah. it looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> Still my no. favorite one. No. You like so, that one. It's okay. It has a reason. So, so, I forgot to ask. For you, Jennifer, yeah. spiritually speaking, yes. when did you come to know the Lord? What was all that like for, for you growing up? So I don't remember exactly when I started going to church camps. Um, I went to KBA, Kaimichi. Kaimichi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, what, did they start at like third grade? I don't remember. Well, they have a kid's camp and then they have all the way up till then you go into youth camp. and so Our church was so small that I don't know if we ever went to like kids' kids. I think it was just like youth and up. Okay. But our Seventh youth. Seventh grade. Yeah, but our youth was like sixth. Yeah, some are sixth to twelve. Yeah, and maybe even, I don't know. But I don't, I kind of remember going in fourth and fifth. I don't know. It's very blurry. But that's at one of the church camps. I don't think it was the very first one that I went to, but maybe like the second or third. And I've heard a lot of people say in their podcast that, they don't have the date written. I don't either, but I know it was at church camp, and um, I'm not a huge, like, hey, look at me, public person, if you can believe that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, I didn't go up to the front. I didn't have, like, that huge moment where everyone, like, wrapped their arms around me, or I don't even know if I told my parents, but it was just one of those things that I did secretively, and just kind of kept it to myself and I know like I know that I came to Christ in those moments because of the feelings and you know I've always lived for him and I remember as a child like begging for my dad to come to Christ because in my world I was Baptist and he was Catholic and that their beliefs are different in that aspect and mm-hmm. so like even as a child, like, I remember, like, I've done this, so why can't my dad do this? So I know that it was real. Still pray for it now. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but I don't have, like, an exact moment. I would say somewhere between third and sixth grade, maybe. Yeah. Maybe even seventh grade. Yeah. So in high school, I mean, you're still involved. At yeah. What What was the name of the church again? Southeast Free Will Baptist. Southeast Free Will Baptist. Yeah. Um, and I'm still going to youth group. Still going to youth, all mm-hmm. that stuff. So yeah. you and Cody meet. Mm-hmm. You, you sit in this truck. I'm trying to repaint this picture. You go to Brahms <laughs> after some heartache. Yep. Yeah. And Cody's there yeah. to just comfort Swoop you in, in the time. Swooped in. But not looking to do anything. Just, just yeah, be there for you need someone to talk to. Yeah. yeah. Friend. A couple months later. Oh, I try to hey. be a genuine good person, okay? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> really you're do. at Sonic. You want to see my tattoo? Uh, and boom, that's the spark. Well, and we both had Almost. friends with us. <laughs> well, we, we both had friends with us. Yeah. yeah. And like, so we just started talking and hanging out. And then at that point, I was kind of like, hey, you know, like, she was pretty cute. I think I'm going to start actually like, yeah. I'm a sooner. Yeah. You know? So then, like, we started with double dates a lot of the time. So, like, we took each one of us a, had a friend. I didn't she, want to be alone. She, yeah. didn't, she, <laughs> didn't, like, yeah, she didn't like to do things by herself. <laughs> and I always had buddies with me. And like, we just kind of hung out, did whatever. Um, this is another buddy that like he I was really close with him from like yeah this is a different seventh grade like I still talk to him 
pretty regular now. Like we message each other back and call each other. And, um, he's wild. Yeah, he's still wild, but he is a good guy. He just he's just wild. He needs Jesus. Yeah, he yeah. needs some more Jesus. Yeah. Like he's. I think a lot of our friends need Jesus. That's, we're working on that. We're, so we're trying to. But we started double dating. We like I called her and like, hey, do you guys want to like go hang out tomorrow? I got Billy with me. I think she, our first. She had Paige. Um, so then we started hanging out. We went to like McDonald's. Sure did. <laughs> like and just yeah. sat down and had burgers and you know did stupid things kids do. Like I remember like throwing pickles on this picture on the I wall, had like <laughs> just doing like just doing stupid stuff, you know, yeah. being kids. Um, but enjoying it, like having fun, enjoying each other's company. Yeah. And then like it rolled into like the next thing you know, like we went at Starbucks one time and like, and then that one was just me and her. I woke up early. Yeah. Oh. And she doesn't yeah. like coffee, by the way. I, I didn't know this coffee. at the time. <laughs> so you genuinely liked the guy. Yeah. If you're gonna yeah. Do that. I mean, he had a tattoo and he took me for coffee, and I was like, hate I had, these things. And I had okay. a job. I worked. I worked full time job. It's like he can take care of me. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just like so we just started doing that little bit. We were just talking. Yeah. Like we weren't telling each other we were committed to each other at the p- that point or anything yet um but i started like i started feeling that like hey i really like this girl and so like i started going over to her house and just like hanging out more with her um opening up a little more like because i was I just got to the point where i was like willing to like actually open up because yeah. at that point i didn't really talk to anybody about no. What's going on in my mind or what's going on in my family? I just kind of kept it to myself and like. He was a mess. I have moments of like, like I told you, like literally anxiety and depression that, I, and I didn't know what it was, yeah. you know. So like, sure. I would have moments where I like break down and like. He would have panic attacks, and I'd be like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like I don't know what just happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, like, out of nowhere, you know. Like, yeah. I just couldn't. But all I knew are, yeah. to do was like comfort him. Right. Like, uh, not a mom. I was never your mom, but. But it's what's what's funny about it is like, so at that point we went from May that happening where they they split up. June we started talking again, and then August is when like we were spending a lot of time together. We were pretty much together at that point, just hadn't put a label on it. And like I remember coming into town, like I didn't work that night or something, and was having a bad day, and I remember like asking her to be my girlfriend. Like we went, I had I had a panic attack like in her house or outside of her house, and somehow we ended up going to like La Fortune Park or something for some reason, but like walking around and talking, and I ended, I asked her to be my girlfriend then, mm. and then, yeah, that's where it started. So, and it so uh, next month will be fifteen years together. Oh, since you started dating, yeah, that's and crazy. then yeah, it'll be twelve years married in May. So. You're in a relationship now. You had mentioned earlier you had moved in with her and her family. Yeah. Is this about that time? About a year. So I was I was a senior. Six months. Eight she had months. already she graduated. Right. Um, I'm going to TCC. So okay. I started my senior year that the end of that month where we got together. Okay. And so I probably. I mean, I was yeah, there. Yeah. So I was there all the time. Yeah. And I, at that point, I still, like, I wasn't really going to my mom's house that much. I was pretty much just finding somewhere to stay yeah. around here, doing so my own thing. I'm just curious about your parents. Were they okay with Cody coming to live with you guys? I mean, what, what was that like? Knowing the dynamic of 
Like, her, yeah, her mom he was. can't stay with his dad because they butt heads. And my he, mom doesn't want me to be there now. <laughs> his mom didn't really love us being together. And so she had kind of, I don't remember exactly when she gave him the ultimatum, but um, they knew he was working a ton. It was and in January. supporting himself. Yeah. And I think they just felt sorry for him. Like, He's doing so, and I did nothing. Like, I had a seasonal part-time job in high school. I worked at Big Splash. I still call it Big Splash. Um, It's always going to be Big Splash. It's always going to be Big Splash. It is Big Splash, yeah. yeah. And then, like, I worked at the Drillers, which is another seasonal position. Mm. Um, And even being seasonal, you work the baseball schedule. So it's, like, two weeks on, two weeks off. Like, nothing real. And here he is, like, working a ton, paying for his car payment, which I was handed a car. Right. Um, you know, paying his insurance, paying for his gas, and he's still not at high school. I think my parents were like, where are his parents, and why are they abandoning him, you know? But and your parents knew y'all were together. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's how he came into the picture was because I was like, <laughs> he's so great in me, like, you know. But, um, and my parents at this time were kind of, They've always fallen apart, but yeah, that's where it really the starts. The year showing. that um, he graduates is the year that they actually they separate. Well, they actually like that Christmas. <laughs> so I had moved. I guess I moved in right before Christmas, because that Christmas they sat down with all of us and said, and living room and like, hey, we're going to be separating. We're going to be in. A, so that kind of was a big deal to me too. You had already gone through that. Yeah, because in my mind, I was like, man, you have a family that's together. Mm. You know, like, this I, this is awesome to see. Like, and your family invited me to live here. Like, get, you know, I'm getting to see something that I had never seen. Mm. You know, from st- at that point, like, still being a kid. and I think at this point, too, we had kind of fallen out of church, my family. And so it wasn't. Yeah, there like, wasn't a lot Like, it's not like we on. were going to youth group yeah. together. Um. I think my parents were rocky and there was, they weren't going to go. Which a lot of, you know, and like, so they did separate, but like they stayed together and then in that house all the way until like right after I graduated, I guess, because before I graduated, we started getting like an apartment, buying furniture, like making sure it was ready. And then when I graduated, we just moved all of our stuff into the apartment and then mm-hmm. had our own place. Yeah. Um, Which is when So at that same time, yeah, it all, and I proposed to her. At that same time, like right before we moved into our apartment. Um, I'm going to TCC. I am i don't really know what I want to do with my life. Um, I know that I want to be a mom. That's always been like my dream. Yeah. And then I found this guy who like I think I could marry. Um, and my parents are separating. And we're planning to move in together. Um, he proposed, like, and I'm the planner. And so, like, we had stashed all of our, like, we, I would buy a new couch off of his money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she actually would save my money. Like, Yeah, I would. We're missing steps here. So, like, it was to the point, like, so I had a bank account. And I would get my check. And then, like, every time I get a check, I'd overdraft. Yeah. Like, I'd just swipe away. Yeah. Like doing what I had to do, and I like I had my insurance would lapse every month because then I'd have to wait. Like you know, just irresponsible. I didn't know yeah. how to really do everything. 
So, like, when we got to actually gather and I moved into her parents' house with her, she, we went and canceled my bank account, and then well, I, I think joined they cancel her. it for yeah. you. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they told me I couldn't be there. I think they were like, <laughs> uh, no longer. You uh, suck at this. Yeah. So you, yeah. Can't, you, you can't use your card anymore. Um, we got all your speeding tickets paid up. Yeah, I had, had, a, a, I had a warrant out, out for arrest. his arrest. I had all kinds of stuff going on. For unpaid tickets and Speeding tolls tickets and, and, yeah. Yeah. He was in a rough spot. Had a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think my personality is I'm a caretaker. Yeah. And so I saw this as like a, I'm like, this is my project, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I fixed it up. I made it, made it good. Yeah. So, okay. So you propose... How did you? I always love asking this. How did you propose? <laughs> it's already laughing. How did you propose? It's so romantic. <laughs> Good. I want to hear it. It's not at all. She <laughs> we were I'm okay. Stupid. We were. She looked at me like I was stupid when I did it. What? <laughs> 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 maybe the story will justify that, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Where I had, I had I a don't good intention. Okay, I had good intention. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It comes okay, from the so heart. Pre-proposal. What do you do? I don't know. Go ahead. So pre-proposal, like she was at the time, she was working uh, for Coles actually, and I just happened to be off that day, and so she was gone throughout the evening, and then came back at night. So I went ahead and like went and talked to her dad, like, "Hey, thinking about proposing to your daughter. Like, how do you feel about that?" And like, so I still had enough. Which I can't picture this conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Right. All right. Like, it, you just got to picture. You got to know her dad. Like, it's it's just. Uh, just it's a different yeah. character. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I still felt like I had enough knowledge and foundation in me that I know, like, I need to get the approval of the father, even sure. if the father doesn't really care about anything. Um, it meant something to me. So I like went downstairs and talked to him. Like, hey, <laughs> I want to propose to your daughter. At this point, he's already drunk. You know, so like it didn't really matter, <laughs> but you know, it still <laughs> meant, it still meant something. But yeah. um, and you know, and he was like, "Yeah, actually, like I'm perfectly fine with that. Like you, you work. He still thinks you know, you're the greatest. You're doing everything that you need to do. Like I'm not worried about you taking care of her. Like you're going to be fine. Um, <coughs> so like there was no resistance to it all. Um, so I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah. So in my mind, you know, I'm still I'm a music person even then. Like I still. I played guitar all the time. I still listen to music all the time. Like, that's just what I did. So, like, I found the song that meant something to me, to her. Like, I, she already knew the song. So, like, it was our song is what we were calling it. Um, What's, what song is that? I mean, I know what song it is. I just don't know what the title. And um, As Long As I'm Laughing With You, I think is the title. Who sings it? Is it Hinder? No. Oh, I don't know. It <laughs> uh, <laughs> means a lot to you. Yeah. Nickelback? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. What was the name of it? I'll look it up. It's la- Laughing With You. Um. Oh, my gosh. You just made me go blank. I thought you would know. I'm sorry. I, I do really know, know it. I just went blank. Um. Okay. Anyways, go on. It's going to bug Laughing me. With You? I can hear the song in my head. I can't think of the guy's name. Laughing With, maybe? Say the name of the singer. There's a there's one by. S- there's a. Uh, it's Daughtry. It's Daughtry. There you go, Chris Daughtry. 
Oh, life after you. Life after you. Yeah. See, he yeah. didn't even know. Yeah. Well, this is I mean, terrible. Laughing with you and yeah. life after you. It's a little... a, just listen to the song. You'll know. It's there. <laughs> um, every, I think anyway. every relationship had a song. Yeah. That's not a. That's not a weird thing. No. No. So like I played that. No, song. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't Neither have does Cody. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did though. I just went blank. It's fine. Um. You can let it go, Cody. You can let the song go. <laughs> you. I think you married her. I, I think you. I think you. We uh, still listen to the song sometimes, believe it or not. There that's why. There yeah, you it's go. Stupid that I didn't know it. Um, but I went up to her room, which I mean, it was still her room. <laughs> still had like striped walls and pink bedding. And it was cute. It was cute. It was cute. Um, but no, I went up there and turned the song on the radio and like had all this planned out in my head. Like I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say that. So basically what I did is I just kind of had it like dark, darkish in the room, played the music. Was this at your parents' house? At her <laughs> parents' house okay. in her bedroom. Um, and then she like came home, came upstairs no, and like, and I, then I was like on one knee and just. He texted me though. And he was like, I have a surprise for you when you come yeah. home. Yeah. In my head, I was thinking like, I don't know, maybe like Reese's Pieces, Snickers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Low expectations there. Hey, well, that, that meant a lot. Okay. Yeah. We were in high school. So like. Yeah. That's true. That's I mean, true. I, I forget. I forget. He was in high school. You just graduated, though. We, so like, it was still. No, you had just graduated too. So we were fresh out of high school. You're, you're young. Yeah, Very still young. There. So, so you walk in. What's your? I mean, what's your point of view there, Jennifer? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> uh, Cody, what are you doing? Because yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I'm expecting like a Dr Pepper and a Snickers or something yeah. like, and then I'm just awkward anyway. So I was just like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but we, I don't, and I don't honestly remember what I said. I, like, I wish I could remember exactly what I said. I think it was I just don't. short and simple. Like, but hey, we gonna do this? You gonna marry me or what? Like, yeah. But you know, at that point, we were already like, like we'd already talked about it. Yeah. You know. Um. What's even crazier? So like we didn't we did all that. Um. My graduation was actually after that, and then we went to. Um, some of her family, some of her cousins and stuff graduated around the same time. So yeah. we went down to Texas and watched their graduations. Stayed down there for a week or so and came you back. actually graduated before that, um, but okay. It was somewhere around there. But um, went to their graduation, and on the way back, we found out that she was pregnant. Um, so, like, <laughs> she was pregnant before I even proposed to her, but didn't didn't know it. Did you um, know it? No, no, had no idea. We didn't know until then, um, <clears throat> which we always jokingly say, like, the worst thing that she ever did was have a baby out, a of, baby wedlock. out of wedlock, but it's, like, the best mistake ever, you know? Yeah. Miss Lillian is the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we found out that we were pregnant on the way back home, and then, the, so it just kind of changed everything, and at that point, like, How did you find out you are pregnant? I mean, that's kind of a big deal. Um, I started... Well, I hadn't started my period. And then on the way home, specifically at McDonald's. Getting an Oreo McFlurry. That's yeah. what we were doing. I was like, I really want an Oreo McFlurry. But anyway, doubles and McFlurries. In yeah. the bathroom, I had started spotting. And so I was like, something is not right. Like, I'm pretty religiously normal yeah, yeah, yeah. in my cycle. And so when it was off, I was like, yeah. something is going on here. So that led to taking a pregnancy test? Yeah. Okay, I got you. Oh. Yeah. That's a big shock. I mean, that's a 
Well, and a world changing thing, right? Yeah. And my mom had like two weeks before this was like, I don't know, I guess maybe I was moody or something. I don't know. But I think she knew as mm. a mom. Um, and she told me like, you can't get pregnant now. This is the worst um, timing. Me and your dad are going through a divorce right now. Like we're being separated. Nobody knows where we're going to land. Like you guys think you're getting an apartment, but are you really, you know, just all these A lot of what ifs. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking to her because then I, you know, told her and she was like, are you crazy? And I was like, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Look at me now. But yeah, then came Lily. (laughs) And so you guys weren't in church. You guys weren't really. No, I think I don't really remember, but I think my parents had kind of fallen apart at church because of what they were going through. Yeah. And then, I mean. Well, we literally came back home from that and moved our apart- into our apartment. Mm-hmm. Her mom left and then moved in with us that in our apartment. That was a couple apartment. months later, but yeah. And then we moved her dad out of their house because they, 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 they lost a lot of things. Like he lost his career and stuff with the whole crash in 2008. Um, lost his business so that's it kind of financially took us yeah so they lost all that stuff so he we moved him into an apartment at the same time we were moving and moved her into our apartment um so there was a lot going on Mm. but you're so have you married at this point yet or no no No. still engaged engaged. okay this is all that same within that same couple of months okay wow that's a lot Mm -hmm. yeah we just jumped right in yeah well let me phrase that her mom didn't move in right away She's yeah. right. We st- we moved into our we had a townhouse apartment on like Riverside. I think my mom spent some time in Texas with yeah. her family she stayed since there for she a was while. going through yeah. some stuff. And um and then we like with we her being in. pregnant, we stayed at that the townhouse for like 6 months maybe. And then got another apartment there. But it was very much like there. let's go to mom's and dad's for dinner. Yeah, like like I'm not really going to She was not have quite, the money to yeah. actually like have groceries and stuff just to sure. pay our rent. So. She wasn't used to being on her own. No, yeah. And like I said, like, how do you turn on a washing machine? Yeah. Not sure. Never, never yeah. touched yeah, one. Uh, my mom's got dinner going. Though. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally. Yes. It was that. Yes. Like, I spent my whole pregnancy with Lily at my parents' house. I'd get up and go yeah. to work, and on the way to work, I'd drop her off at her parents. Yeah. And I'd sure. work all day, come back, and get her, and then we wouldn't go back over yeah. there until bedtime. So we were just there to sleep. Essentially, yeah. But we you were know. on our own, and to do what, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. to do what but we, we did it. To do, you know? Like that was my couch. I owned yeah. that yeah. couch yeah, 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 yeah. with his money. I yeah. saved it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but it, it yeah. is funny when you think about it like that because, like, but I in think the moment, every I didn't young think about couple it. starts off. I mean, not maybe not a young couple, but every kid leaving their parents' house, they always come back for the little things like that, you know. No, and the normal they, kids, yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I think it's somewhat normal. We yeah. Uh, we did that too. We just so. did it as a couple. But you guys were pregnant. so young. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so we just young. didn't know. Yeah, but when you're that age, you don't feel young. You feel like you know it all. Well, sure. And yeah. you're pregnant, and we had a ring, so we were getting married. So <laughs> we knew what we were talking about. We knew what we were doing. Right. Jeez. And honestly, no with idea. my parents crumbling, his parents being the way that they were, like we kind of did have it together. <laughs> I mean, so that I was going to ask, like, but you find yourself as, like, 18, 19-year-olds, kid on the way, not married, trying to figure out life, what it's going to look like. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to be nervous. You got to be somewhat 
stressed. You got to be somewhat. I mean, I don't. I don't think so. No. No, man. Just work. I think I was. No, I was so blessed. She had the mindset of like, she, like she said, she always wanted to be a mom. Yeah. So like, always, she was just, was I'm gonna dream. be a mom. This and me, my mindset is I'm gonna work. Like, I'm not afraid to work. I'm gonna work. And he yeah. did. I worked multiple jobs. Like, for most of our most of our relationship, I've worked multiple jobs. Yeah. You know, so uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a nervous. It was more of like a. <clears throat> Like sink or float, life or death. Well, I'm just like saying, like, choice. not only doing that, but bringing a kid into it when you're still kids yourself yeah. and not being able to rely on just you two. And, you know, like, that's a lot to handle. Yeah. As 18, 19 year old. At least I think it is. Yeah. I mean, for the, yeah, for the, you t- guys must just be superhumans. No, just, I, for the <laughs> typical person, yeah. I no, think that I that really do. Be, yeah. I think it would be a ton. I mean, I, I can only speak for myself on this because I don't really, I mean, I know, but like, I had already been through so much in my life. At that point, I was like, look, this is what you do. Like, we just go to work and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to have kids. Like, it's fine. I don't know. Like, I don't know anything different. Like, this yeah. is what we're going to do. And you. I'm, and already, and I already have in my mind, I'm going to be a better parent. Like, I'm going to be a better father. I'm going to be a better spouse. Like, I already have that in my mindset. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do yeah what i've you know i'm not going to be the you're not going to change the trajectory right you're not going to be the example you saw growing right i'm going to change it and so like i already had that mindset of i'm going to be different so when do you get married we were advised to get married right away um by parents Mm -hmm. parents. friends my parents probably everybody not really so much her parents but um, so I'm, I'm guessing you didn't. We did not. I That was, I think, more of my choice. I just wanted to make sure. We were engaged 2010 and got married 2012. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So you I was like, just because we're having a baby does not mean that I have to put up with you forever. Like, like I can stop this at 18 if I want to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. But. I, I truly wanted to take that time since we didn't have a whole lot of that time. Yeah. And just make sure it and was actually, I mean, that's why, <laughs> use this for example. Kids, this is why you do not have sex before marriage. Like, you yeah. shouldn't have to worry about whether you're with the right person or not. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't have to question it. Well, like, and I had just, my parents were married for like 23 years yeah. at this point, and we're separating. And yeah. so I was like, mm, I don't know. And then I had been with a guy previous to him and it was, I thought I knew everything and it wasn't. And I was like, mm, I'm going to make you prove it. And I didn't have faith in marriage at the time either. You know? Yeah. Like, so it was just what you'd seen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we took, and I wanted, and I thought I deserved to still have the dream wedding that I wanted like, there was no reason why I had to go to a courthouse and, you know, elope just because we had a baby. Like, so I didn't. Time. Yeah. So, yeah, I and think that was more. planned our whole wedding and did our whole thing. and Yeah, we paid for our wedding. Yeah, didn't ask anybody. Like, nobody helped. Like, we did our, we just, we just did what we do. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, okay, so uh, you're, you're engaged. Miss Lily comes. Mm-hmm. You have a baby. Yep. You're still in an apartment. 
Yeah, at this point, mom had moved in. Yeah, we with moved. Us. We moved into a two-bedroom apartment and had yeah. her mom come live with us. But okay, okay, yeah, you had mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so let's fast forward just a little bit. You get married. Mm-hmm. Um, probably from a day-to-day standpoint, it doesn't change a whole lot <laughs> about your life. No, we're mean. already living here. Right. Um, so let's kind of get into the. That that's just a good place to start. Um, so go from marriage, getting married to just kind of like, I mean, you've been married, what, 12 years almost? 11 years. 11 years to this year. Okay. Or so 11 years in May. May. Yeah. So it's, oh, so it's 11 years not Yeah. Okay. So for the past 11 years, mm-hmm. from the point you were married, past 11 years, um, maybe start from there. What's life been like? Um, how have you seen God work in your life? What has he done in your life? Um, how has he restored certain things in your life? Have you been through certain things in your life? Kind of speak into starting maybe from that point on. Um, so we weren't involved in church as a couple or a family. Um, right off the bat, we had Grayson um, two years, two and a half years later. Yeah, 2014, so two years. 13. He was born in 13. Um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at that point, we actually moved to Texas for a little bit, decided we did not like it. It didn't meet our expectations. Um, what did you move there for? He work. moved there for okay. work. Yeah. And I followed him, and then maybe two months into it, I was like, this is awful. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was down there almost a year and then move them down. And then like two months after moving them down, she was like, oh, we got we, we can't do this. Yeah. Like she was home with the two kids at the time. By myself. And he was working shift, shift work. Shift work. Like, so I was never home. Um, and when I was home, I was asleep. Tired. Like there's no in between. Mm. Um, so still not in a church or yeah. community or Nothing, anything yeah. like that. Um, we were broke. Yep. Didn't so. have anything. All of our... All of our stuff was here in storage, and the storage got broken into, oh, and all, yeah. of, so all of our stuff was gone. So mm-hmm. we literally had we literally had nothing. We just had some clothes and yeah. So where do you find yourself spiritually at this time? I mean, you're not in church, but I mean, you know the Lord. But um, are you trying to do things on your own? Are you yeah. freaking out? Are you? Yeah. I mean, what do you? What was your headspace? At Thousand percent on our own. Yeah. Like there yeah. was no. I mean, we believed in God, but we didn't have those conversations. Like, we didn't. No. It wasn't a routine. Not. It wasn't conversation. It wasn't a priority. Like, yeah. we just, we were just living life at that point. Not sure if there was a Bible with us I don't in think, this no. apartment. No, we didn't have, I mean, we literally. Not because we didn't have anything. I mean, like, we could have brought a Bible with us. We just. We didn't. It wasn't priority. Um, yeah. I mean, even, like, it wasn't really priority, honestly. Like, we, we came back. To be closer to family, get her back in a place where she felt a little more postpartum depression was yeah. real, stable and comfortable, and yeah. yeah, because I had just had the. So two did kids. you have Grayson in Texas? Not in Texas. I was already oh, in okay. Texas. Oh, she oh, had him you. here, and then he w- we yeah. brought him down. Okay. I didn't want to switch my doctors in the middle of pregnancy. Yeah. So he went down, did his thing. He flew or drove up sometimes to see us. Like shift change weekends, I would. Because he'd come have like stay. four or five days. 
but he was dog tired. Yeah. And he'd have to flip himself from working either nights to mornings or mornings to nights. So it was hard. Um, I'm living with my dad at that point in his apartment. <laughs> Their whole family. The two-bedroom apartment, it was <laughs> All of us. her, I was our only two there. kids. The mo- <laughs> at that point, um, her mom had moved back in with her dad. Trying to work things out. They were trying to work things out. And then her brother was still living there as well. He was in high school at the time. Um, wow. And then, but then my mom, yeah, when we moved down to Texas, she left and came. She followed me and said, I'm not going to be with him anymore. And so, and she still, comes and st- down and still no, for us, still no relationship with God. Yeah, no. Um, she was taking care of her dad while she was down there. My mom was taking care of my grandfather. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like we said before, she struggled with things too from a childhood and a lot of it revolved around him. Um, so they didn't have a relationship up until that point, but she still felt the need to go and take care of him while he was passing away. Mm. Um, so she spent some time out there doing that. But why she did that and we came back, um, she kind of took a turn to be more addicted and had a really bad opiate addiction um, and like struggled with that pretty bad. And we ended up like she had some pretty you know, bad times with that. So we ended up getting her back here whenever he passed away, moved her in with us at our at our house. We did not know of the addiction. Until she was there. Until oh, wow. she was there. And then yeah. it was... And then we put her through rehab in our house. Like de- full-on detox. Yeah. Um, sick as not a dog. Not with a professional. No, just us. Just us. Yeah. And it was it was miserable. Like, we had her in, in Lily's room at the time. Um we didn't really know what was... Go- I knew what was going on when it started happening because I had already been through all that. Um, she had no idea. And at this point, she still didn't have an idea that her parents were really... Her mom... She didn't know the extent of their addictions and things up until this point when this started happening. And this was in... 2016? So this kind of unravels a lot of the stuff you had talked about earlier yeah. as yeah. far as figuring things out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What did that do to you? Uh, tore me apart. <laughs> I mean, you think as a kid that you, like, have this perfect life, and then you don't. And I remember, like, looking back thinking, was I the kid that, like, everybody, like, adult, like, would look at and be like, poor Jennifer. Like, we yeah, feel bad for her. She has no idea. Yeah. She has no idea, you know? And that, that was hard, because I was like, was I just this walking around being, like, poor... Like, I don't know. I just don't know how people perceived me, mm. and I had no idea. Or, I don't know. So, that was hard. I got back into therapy. Well, and that that's the same time. So, 2016. Yeah, so 24. Right? Is that right? I don't know. Somewhere around there. But she, that same time when sh- her mom got full detoxed and was clean and living in our house... At that point, we didn't have, like, a whole lot of... They didn't have a whole lot of trust. She didn't have a whole lot of trust for her mom at the time. Sure. Um, I went went through, like... My therapist and I talked about how, like, I was literally... Well, I guess this is the next time she relapsed. Yeah. This is... I'm I'm too ahead. But the same time, like, when she did get clean, she didn't have trust in her because of all that. Um, But then she also, at the same time, told her about her being molested as a child. Yeah. So she didn't know until she was 24, you know, so that's where it kind of got, um, 
I don't know, it kind of changed some things for a while just because, you know, Jen didn't know up until that point. And but her then mom everything didn't clicks. tell her until that point. And then everything started being like, oh, well, that makes sense. Like, you know? I, there's a lot of things that I can't do. I'm stuck in my head. Like, I physically can't do because I believe of that trauma, you know, when I was two. And that's just my, I've always dealt with it in that way until now. Yeah. And so that's all I know how to do. So she was going through like all the issues with her mom and then finding out what was creating the issues with her at the same time. And at the same time, like trying to figure out how to raise two kids. Like how did that affect y'all's marriage? Um, I think we were good. We were fine. Yeah. I mean, I think there was difficult times, you know, like we've always been very much in each other's corners. Mm-hmm. maybe not so much like to each other we'll you know bug each other but when it comes to other people like we're always in each other's corners um well, i'm saying like for you finding those that's i mean that's difficult right yeah so um i mean that just creates a different dynamic now well right? yeah uh, for me it was like at that point i was afraid of like touching her you know what i mean like i didn't want to and i was very resistant it, yeah it did it that part Intimacy-wise, yeah. in, in, as a married couple, it was difficult for a while just because... It so was it did her, affect your marriage. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was her dealing with things yeah. that she didn't know, like, why it was creating issues. And then me being standoffish because I didn't want to upset her. But at the same time, you know, wanting the same needs or, you know, the same things that a husband wants all the time. You know, it's just... That part was... I'd say that's probably the most difficult part. Like Sure. <coughs> For me, other than, yeah. like, seeing her yeah. realize, like, man, I had all this happen as a kid, and I didn't even know it. And I'd already been through all that. You know, like, it was yeah. weird for me to see that with her. Mm. It was, like, me reliving it again in my head at the same time because I had never, like, I thought she didn't have any of that. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then she didn't. It's like, man, like, uh, it just makes everything fresh, you know? So where do you go? I mean... Where do you go for comfort in this time? Where do you go for? I mean, because you're not in church. Pastor's wife. You're not. I did. I did call my pastor's wife again. Um, Sandra was her name okay. or is her name. Best lady ever. I did. I called her. We met at La Fortune Park and I said, like, did you just think I was this poor pity kid walking around? And she, you know, was because like, so she knew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. She knew. Everybody knew. Which is crazy to me. Like, and I kind of remember hearing rumors about things because I was always next to my mom. So she couldn't have a conversation like that without me. Um, but I just never, I guess, in my child mind thought it was me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, maybe they're talking about some other Jennifer. I don't know. Um, so I just went, I, I went to her and I was like, I don't even remember the conversation, but I remember bawling. I remember saying, I don't, I can't open up to my mom about this. Like, you're the only person I've ever opened up to, like, Mm. about anything. And, you know, that was, that was comfort. Um, I think we just met that one time, though. We didn't meet, like. Yeah, it was just that one time. But I think she probably advised me to get a counselor. and Yeah, and at that point, she actually did start seeking an actual, well, not quite yet. Not quite yet. We're almost there. (laughs) (laughs) 
So so take us to that point then. What what goes on in your life? Mom moves out. She we get her back on her feet. She gets her own place, her, her own, own job, place, her own job. Um, I don't want to give too much of her story away because that's not for me to tell. But two bits. She gets into some trouble in. Um, well, even okay. Let's before you get into that part. So mm-hmm. like right after she does that, we actually started wanting to join a church and so we kind of church hopped and tried churches yep. bounced around mm-hmm. um we wanted at that point we had had those conversations where it was like which was really him it, he as the head of the household was like we've got to fix this well i started having like through all this time like i i did always in the back of my head i knew god's with us like i know i need to do this but i didn't know what to do um so I started just listening to like podcasts um, and listening to different services and stuff like that. And it started like, it kind of started igniting that fire in me. And I finally was like, look, we got to, because I know she, like, I know she believes, you know, like we got to get our kids in church. We need to get our family. We need to do this. Like we need this. And so we started church hopping and uh, we actually came here. Because the Sawyers happened to, we were hanging out with her I, sister. We were pretty good friends with her sister at the time, and they suggested that we try it out. We were skeptical because the dude was the dude was a tattooed preacher. I had posted <laughs> on social media that I was like, "How do you know when you found her?" I mean, I had grew up in one church my entire life, and that church wasn't around anymore. They actually kind of they're fell not, apart as not well. Church anymore, yeah. Um, I don't know the details. We weren't going then. But um, and so I couldn't go back to that church like I probably would have a lot sooner because he had been there a couple times with me. But um, and so I had posted like we were bouncing around. So I had posted on social media like, hey, how do you know? Like, is it a feeling? Is it like. Does God come over like the big screen and say the grams you're supposed to be here? Like what happens? I think that's how it works. Yeah. 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 It'd be awesome, wouldn't it? If <laughs> and it was so, that clear. And so <laughs> yeah. at the same time, I had posted like, "How do you know?" And we need some options because mm-hmm. where we've been, we've been there one time. It's been uncomfortable and weird, and so we find another one to go to. Yeah, just went home. And so I, my question was just like, do you have to give it six weeks first? Yeah, you're just trying to get some info. Or, yeah. 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 And so um, Taylor Sawyer was like, well, I don't really know, but you just come on down. Try our and church. We'll, <laughs> Great we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, you really know. Well, and, it, and we yeah. still weren't like, looking back on it, like we still weren't living. We like were making a, steps. Towards. We were making like steps, we were, but we were still, you know, we're still definitely doing things we shouldn't do. Um, so, uh, are you living in Coweta or living yeah, in Tulsa? So, yeah, I mean, Broken Arrow. We had it's bought a house. Bought a house in Broken Arrow. Yeah. And Pretty I mean, much in the neighborhood that we're in now. Just yeah. across the street. Five yeah. streets. We're just, just trying up. to update the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, still, yeah. so we left Tulsa. Um, well, mom lived in that house yeah. with us. We left Tulsa. Well, yeah. She, <laughs> she lived with us multiple times in Tulsa and then. We moved out here. We brought her in whenever she was struggling. Um, but we're still in Broken Arrow. And then we're still in Broken Arrow now. Um, Broken Arrow, Quito line. Yeah. Yeah. 
So then we just, I mean, we were always, we always liked the idea of Quito. Just something about Quito always stuck out to us. Um, but yeah, the Sawyers invited us out here. And then once we realized, once we got out here, we realized that another thing is that <laughs> one of our old neighbors, which was the Knuckles, yeah, um, when we lived in Tulsa, that he was actually the worship leader out here yeah. at the time. Yeah. And we spent a lot of time with them, you know, having conversations. We were still young and just had a kid and, like, didn't know what we were doing. And They were our neighbors when we had Lily were pregnant with Grayson. Yeah. Okay. And so they were kind of that positive Yeah, they were very influence. good influence on us. Like, if we had, I don't know that we really had, like, a whole lot of trouble then, per se. But if we had a question, needed some mentoring. Yeah, just some advice. I no idea that they were our people. Literally yeah. right next door. That's awesome. And yeah. So we spent out time, you know, we spent We'd out play. with their kids riding yeah. bikes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. and me and him would talk about music. And, you know, he was yeah. a different level than I was at the time. You we know, were both like, stay-at-home moms. Yeah, and just wow, could really okay. relate to him. Yeah. And they invited us out multiple times. And we're like, man, Quito's a long ways so away. So far away. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot know. of people say. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And we came out one time. He was doing a, a thing in the park over there in in downtown Quito. And we went over there and listened to him sing. You know, it was, like, it was cool. Yeah. Um, But we didn't think anything else about it. You know, we just didn't come back out here. So, like, God planted those seeds. Back then. You know, that was, like, was a yeah. year old. Yeah, it was 2012, you know, when it started. Wow. Um, and then so 2018, when we decided, like, hey, we're, we're growing to church. Like, that's how long it was in between, you know. Um, we're like, well, let's, you know, so we, her saw, the Sawyer said, come try it. <laughs> so we're like, all right, we're going to go try it this next Sunday. And, you know, it, it, it's crazy to explain the feeling because it literally was, you know, everywhere else we've been, we're like, man, let's just we not feel really comfortable. We felt about it. We felt good after service, and then we go to walk out, and you know, keep in mind, this is when we were still just the one building and small. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, we Head were a started, lot smaller. No, yeah, sure. You know, so we go to walk out, and it's like we talk to the kids, and the kids are like loving it, and they're like, "Hey, what'd you learn today?" And they're like, they quoting told us scriptures the whole and the whole story, and it's like, like was the <laughs> was the yeah. best feeling ever, you know? Because yeah. like they genuinely learned something, you know. Yeah. Like, learn something about God the first time they came. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, this is home, you know? And, like, of course, yeah, obviously we're still here, you know? Uh, and then for me with this, it was, like, it was kind of an eye-opener. Like, all right, we're 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 making the right step. You know, we're doing the right thing. Everything just kind of lining up that way. And we started being, like, really devoted to it. So we were here every week. Um instantly jumped into a small group which was hard for her you know like she doesn't she yeah. likes the sure toes in the water first but we just we did it and we actually jumped in the rainbolts group first which is great you know um some of our i mean i'm pretty close to brandon you know like that's somebody i can call anytime yeah. um well and then it's a great group but we uh, but a lot of things happened at that same time too like it's just like a repeating thing for us <laughs> every couple of years something major happens um started coming here in June, the end of June, and then um, in July, her cousin, which we call her her sister because they were so close, but she had a emergency accident and passed away. Mm. Um, the uncle that passed away when I was in sixth grade, it was her daughter. Yeah, and so and she was always with her as a child. Ever When he passed away, my mom made it a priority every summer to go and get her and bring her yeah. to Tulsa sure. 
and literally she would spend every single day of summer with us and so it was like my sister yeah yeah rightfully so yeah so it was so that was a major deal for her so she instantly dropped everything went to missouri and wanted to be with that part of her family and be part of that um so she was there yeah and she i mean she was i mean on and off for i mean i think it ended up being like a month like back and forth and Mm -hmm. i just went down on the weekends um and then at the literally right after she got back home and was still kind of dealing with that mentally because it was such a big deal. She has two kids. Two she boys. has two kids, mm-hmm. um, and so now we take care of them a lot in the summer. Like we, this we'll is the only s- summer we haven't yet. Yeah. Um, but ever since then, we've literally went and picked them up for the summer, and just I was try to, to carry that same. I didn't yeah. want to carry that same tradition, but but just try to pour into them now that they it's need presented that, you know? itself. It's like yeah. I've I've got to get them. It was. It's important for them too, you know. Like they don't yeah. have their lifestyle is not the same. Yeah. And we just want to make sure that they start getting those seeds planted now, you know, because it is important. We don't. We want them to not have to go through that same thing again, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. My other cousin. And then her other cousin fell. Which is her yeah. brother fell off a fourteen foot roof. I mean, this was all like when within weeks weeks of each other, and he suffered traumatic brain injury mm. and and he's um, still not he's different now yeah like it changed him sure yeah and then a couple weeks later you lose your job yeah all this is all within like a month month and a half period yeah i lose my job which like you've heard we say a thousand times during this podcast like the kid has always worked and so for me i never thought like this man would ever lose his job because that's all he does is work. So how can you fire somebody who works all the time? Like, and he's a hard worker, very hard worker. It's the only place I've ever been fired from ever. And the (laughs) compliments that he always gets is that he's a hard worker and he's always, he shows up every day. He never calls in. He did. He doesn't take his sick days. Even now vacations doesn't take (laughs) vacation. Like he doesn't, he just works all the time. So that was, really hard yeah it was it was a big deal you know like but we felt like god was sh- we had kind of felt that we needed to leave that job or he had felt that way i'm still a stay-at-home mom and um he was like looking at other places applying at other places got offered a job at the competitor his the CEO of the company where he was working had come back and said, no, I'm not going to lose you. What can I, you know, do yeah. to make you stay? And so he was convinced to stay. And then while those people were out of town is when he got fired. So mm. just like this huge, like, what is going on? It was on? just like a, it was like a bad blood type deal. Bad and so. Well, a bad couple of months. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah. And, and it, it, it was a lot. We had just started going here. Yeah, and somebody offered me a job, too, right before that happened, and I told them no. Like, I'm going to stay where I'm at. I'm a loyal employee. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, and then, like, literally the next week, yeah, <laughs> lost right. my job. So then I called the guy back. I was like, all right, I'll get that job. Yeah. But it, we still had to wait. We had to wait about a month, um, a little over a month. For it to get started, yeah, which was terrifying. To start the other job, you know, so, like, that's yeah. a month with no income. Yeah. And at the time, we were like, I am the only income. You know, so it was definitely a worry, stressful, 
Um, we're just getting back. But what was church. funny? Yeah, we like, just started what church. What are we doing? But I'll tell you what. Like God used that situation so much. Like it, it completely changed. Like everything was fine. Like I like I, it was almost like I didn't lose my job. Like everything was yeah. taken care of. We didn't worry about anything financially. Like we had food. Everything literally worked. Just fell into place. You know, yeah. like well, no, but we were also getting like constant reminders and constant signs of like, hey, I'm here. Like just little things. Like you drive by something and you look over to billboard. Like it's literally like God just wrote it on the wall. Like yeah. Well, and I remember too. Like when we would come to service, Adam would be like speaking directly to us. Yeah, like it just and was, it yeah. was perfect. Yeah, uh, only God. Yeah, and it's. I mean, Adam didn't know us from Adam at that point. You know, <laughs> like he didn't. <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just what was laid on his heart, yeah, sure. and we could, you know, pair it with the situation that we yeah. were going through, yeah. and that was the feeling that we needed. Definitely, yeah, it, it, it's. It put it and it put us in a spot to where like. Both of us rededicated our lives. Yeah. With, you know, like the month after everything went through. Like, we hit November and it was like, all right. Like, we got saved here, baptized. Well, Adam, I really was like, I, I, I don't know how I join a church because I've never joined a church before. Or maybe I was a church member as a child, but I don't know. And does that carry over? Sure, so I had a sure. lot of questions. And he was like, well, have you ever been baptized? And I was like, through the Catholics, <laughs> yeah, you know, you get sprinkled when you're six yeah. weeks old, and he was like, "No, that's not the same." Yeah, that's right, and I yeah. was like, "Well, I guess, I guess we're gonna do this then." Yeah, and so we were baptized. He kind of jumped on board with that too. Yeah, I've, just so I've we all. I'm always more of the uh, the doer. Conversation <laughs> we had earlier. Um, yeah. No, I just I'm the like let's jump in and do yeah, it. He yeah, he jumps in, um, I tiptoe in. But I still say it like. We were the first. I'm very proud of this, but we were the first um, video baptism. Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. At CBC. Yeah. Because yeah. I was so like Adam tried to convince me to go in front of everybody. I remember and it I took was, you a while. To, I was like, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're crazy yeah and he was like are you sure you know it's supposed to be like this outward and i'm like mm, i don't it. i don't no no <laughs> yeah. and um now then he finally i know <laughs> and then he finally convinced me and i don't know which is worse like yeah. <laughs> just getting it over with and being in front of everybody watch or it for the rest of your life or watch it on film <laughs> yeah, the next seriously. sunday like yeah. that's intimidating too yeah. i'll and make sure and email you the video after this right i still don't have it so i'd love that, that would okay be great. yeah yeah um so but it, to me it was more like like i'd always said this whole time like i I believed in God. I had been baptized baptized at a young age in a Pentecostal church, but I didn't really know what I was doing. You know, I didn't really know what being yeah. saved really was. I didn't know what I didn't really know who God was. Yeah. You know, and so that so was, I mean that was your getting, salvation. Yeah. Point. I mean Yeah. Really so June June of two thousand eighteen was like when when we came here is when I really was like I do have those dates. All right, good. <coughs> I see what you're doing, you know, yeah. like, and that's when I asked, you know, asked him to come to my heart and actually had that true conversation and true want, yeah. you know, and the true fire started. And it's like, 
but just it's changed our whole direction as a family, as a married couple, you know, just as human beings. Like it's changed yeah. the way we look at everything, how we feel, um, hmm. and just the idea that he can use, you know, things that we've been through to talk to other people, you know, like down to the fact that like, you know, I did drugs, I drink, I did a lot of things like that. And I completely against all of it now, but yet I'm still doing it for a living. Like I still, I'm selling, you know, I'm selling liquor for a living, but he's able to use me in those places that, you know, you may want to specify that. So like, I actually, <laughs> I actually <laughs> not like out of the back of your trunk or no. Anything. So I actually, yeah. I work for a actual liquor distributor. Yeah. Right. Um, an actual company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not bootlegging stuff, y'all. Right, right, right. right. Um, but I believe... But God uses but you in, those, in, that, yes. in that field. And, you, in you that. know, and I, I've struggled with that over the years now. So we're going on five years of me being here doing this, and I've struggled literally the whole time. Like, I have to re-talk myself back off the ledge sometimes of being like, all right, I don't need to be doing this. I need to be away from this. Um, because it is tiring. You know, it is hard to continually be around people that are not believers when you're trying to be the best that you can be at that and be the example it's draining at times yeah. you know right um but so it, like you i could I, still be working at that other job but yeah i mean i i could be but it god didn't have to open the door for where you're at now right so i firmly believe that that god makes no mistakes and that he was cody was put at this job for a reason. Well, yeah. it is funny because like you wouldn't expect like God, God literally does use the, le- you know, the least expected. Like he took somebody that struggled with different addictions and whole family struggles with different addictions and been through that whole situation. And then now I'm literally in those situations for a living, but on the opposite side of it where I'm trying to, you know, I can be that light to somebody that, they're not going to hear it anywhere else. You know, yeah. nobody else talks right. about that in that yeah. industry. Like the industry doesn't, nobody talks about God ever. Yeah. What a mission field he's given you. And yeah, he's it's so brave because yeah. on the flip side, I don't know that I could do that. Yeah. And every I'm, day, like it, it does get awkward at times. Like I, I told her the other day, like I was talking to a guy, um, middle-aged man. He claims that he is homosexual and you know, he's very open about it. Um, but he seems to like, he's taken a liking to me. Like he just likes me. Like if I'm there, he comes to find me and talk to me. Um, so I try to subtly drop things, you know, like the other day he was talking about books and like, yeah, I was like, I don't really read a whole lot of books unless I read the Bible. And, you know, and he, like, like he didn't fully catch it. He was like, oh yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. And then the guy, when he left, the guy that I was in there with, he was like, I like how you just dropped the Bible in the conversation. I was like, man, it's, it's. Like, that's the only way you can do it sometimes. Like, you have to give the subtle, subtle things. Like, you can't just, like, drop the whole grenade on them, you know, because you may push them too far away. You got to be willing to, like, just work on it. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of the cool thing, you know. Like, you start seeing a transition with certain people that you're with that you see regular just because you are slowly, like, giving them that hope that they didn't realize was still there. You know, so it is a pretty – it's – it's pretty amazing sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I still struggle with it. Like, there's days where I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be here. Like, I literally don't want to be here. Um, 
but then something like that happens where it's like, all right, like I, I know, like you got yeah. me here for a reason. Like right. let's, I'm just gonna keep doing it. Those reminders are nice at times, right? <laughs> oh man, yeah. And it's like it's cringy sometimes because it's like just it's 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 not a good industry. Like it's not, man. Like there's just a lot of people that generally are not in good spots in their life, you know. Mm. And you see people every day that are truly struggling, like truly sick, um, and just know no know nothing else. Like their life is you know, non-existent basically, you know, they just live to go get that bottle. Mm. And just the fact that you see it every day, it's, it's pretty hard at times. Yeah. But can use it. Absolutely. Yeah. So you come to community, uh, you give your life to Christ, you rededicate your life. Um, like you had said, it kind of changed the trajectory of your life, mm-hmm. your marriage, how you parent, your kids. Um, I know just from, from from being here, it's how evident that's been in your lives uh, since then. But um, not only has it affected you guys, but but your children as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, <laughs> for whatever reason, Cody, I love like. When we talk about baptism, you always come up in my mind about how... Trying to drown Lily, man. <laughs> how you baptized <laughs> Lily. Um, but I wanted to make sure yeah. she really she had it. Just a few extra seconds. Yeah. Dude, come on, <laughs> get Literally out Literally was like, oh, okay, Cody, uh, bring her up. Uh, Cody. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, I just did a little early, so I made her wait. Yeah. But um, how cool is that though? Though, like, no, that I had, I got to baptize my daughter. No, it's fantastic. Like, yeah, that's the best thing just, ever. I'm not. If it would have, the outcome would have been different, <laughs> and she had not made it back out of the water, oh. that would have been. She's going to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dang, she was what saved. a story would have had. Man drowns daughter, baptizing oh. her. You know how horrible I would have felt. That would have been horrible. That's what the audience was thinking at the time. Like, hundred percent, everyone's like, she, "Yo, dude, is she? Go- yeah." <laughs> <laughs> she gonna is come she up? Hey, she can up? hold her breath, y'all. It's okay. Buried with Christ in baptism. <laughs> oh, she's now with Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Shout um, out to uh, Dakota on that one. Yeah, D Burt. D yeah. Burt. Um, but um, I, I want to. I know there's a lot we could get into, um, especially with your mom and different yeah. things like that. But I want to give you an opportunity to talk to the listeners. Okay. <laughs> and. I think you've all, uh, we've all been through different things. We have different perspectives. I think that's the beautiful thing about community, not specifically this community, just Christian community in general. If you had an ear to every, if if you had the ear of every person listening right now, and you could encourage them, you could um, speak truth to them, you could relate to them, whatever it may be in, in some form or capacity, uh, what would you say to them in this moment? Um, I don't know who wants to start. You could take a second to think about it. Cody's pointing at Jennifer. <laughs> um, what What would you say to them as we wrap up? I think, so I think a lot of our story is just now starting in our lives. We're going through a lot right now. We have seven people living in our home, um, two of which do not belong to us. Um, and so right now in the season that we're in, um, for me, I think it's just, just keep going. 
Like, God has placed them in your life for a reason. Um, We've tried to, for lack of better terming, because I'm awful with words, get rid of them. And God has immediately said no. Like, and so we look at each other a lot and we're like, well, we're just going to push through and power through this because God has asked us to. Like, there is no questioning. They're there for a reason. (coughs) And um, so just keep pushing through. And I don't, I still don't know the lesson that I'm learning today. And I pray about that a lot. Like, what do I need to see? Open my eyes to what this lesson is um, because I'm ready to learn it and move on. But (laughs) (laughs) patience is hard. Yes. And so what's patience? Yeah, he has none. (laughs) And so, I mean, we are literally just my therapist has said, you know, a lot of there's a you know, everyone goes day by day. Well, sometimes you have to back it up and go hour by hour. And so we just, what does this hour look like right now? Mm. And how do we get through that hour? And then, you know, the next hour. So just for whatever reason, just keep pushing through. Yeah. There's there's a rainbow at the end of the storm. Yeah. God's got a purpose. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. Cody, what about you, ma'am? Mike's yours. Yeah. So something I've been saying a lot lately um, is, you know, when you're going through the valleys, it is kind of funny because at the end of at the, in the valley is usually where the most vegetation is, the most fruit, the most vines, the most plants. It's where life is very a lot of growth. Yeah, yeah, it's it's growing and thriving. You know, and a lot of people look at, at the valley as the bad place. They look at it as, like, they don't want to be in the struggle. Mm. Um, but God does that for a reason to show to us, like, he's going to take that struggle and he's going to twist it and mold it and turn it into something that, like, that we can't do ourselves. Um, and the valley is temporary. You know, like, yeah, we're in a valley right now with everything going on in life, but we're as she said, like we're still just a day at a time, step at a time, keep pushing and, yeah. and God's going to, you know, he's going to use that f- the only way that he can use it, you know, whether that's somebody is going through a divorce or somebody is going through a job loss, somebody is going through, you know, a family member loss or whatever your valley may be, you know, um, that valley's there for a reason, and you only come out better the valley. Like you, when you leave the valley, you only you come out stronger. If you're leaning on God and just letting Him handle it, you you come out way ahead. Yeah, easier said than done sometimes. Obviously, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but you can literally look like, <laughs> look back to Job. You know, like he literally, literally told God, "No, I'm not going to do what you're asking me to do." Yeah, God still forced him you know, to do what he was telling him to do, but gave him repercussions like, okay, you're not going to do what I'm said. I'm going to give you repercussion. But yet then still at the end of the day, you're still going to have to make the choice to do what I'm asking you to do. And, you know, we're, we're living that right now. You know, we don't want to do it. We've refused to do it at one point, you know, and then we're like, all right, let's do it. And, you know, God's, God's going to use it. And that, you know, it's the same for anybody else. 
So, yeah, she's good. Speak to her. Just keep moving. <laughs> yeah, man, and it is so hard too. I mean, especially when you you you're kind of in a state of what is going on. You know what? Uh, how can good come from this or what are you even going to do with this? I That's mean, why I uh, keep praying. Like, what is the lesson? Yeah. Can I learn the lesson already? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A teacher, uh, can we go to recess now? <laughs> right. right? Yeah, right, I mean, yeah. it's, I think, but, you know, in, in the, in, again, hindsight's always twenty twenty. but in those moments, you can look back once you get on the other side like, oh. and you're like, this is why. Yeah. That's, that's why, you know. Um, but it's funny how now that we're in this valley, we look at it differently. Like we used to be like, no, I don't want to be here. Yeah, uh, I hate my life. This is awful, terrible, poor pity me. But then now with Christ, it's like ah, it'll be fine. It, yes, <laughs> yeah. and it's what am I going to learn from this? Like what? I can't wait to get to the other side of this so that you know yeah. there's a purpose, and yeah, a, and yeah. a lesson and a reason. And yeah. a lot of people, you know, if they don't have Christ with them, they are thinking about the yeah, their whole life is just down yeah yeah that's a great way to put it i mean that's a great perspective too i mean i think we can uh, as as believers as christians we we do have a hope in christ we do know that his provision and timing is perfect and and we can hope and and pray for that um but we know that he is with us that he is the comforter that he is the peace that surpasses understanding and so uh, looking to him can give us a different perspective rather than Filling our mind with Ugh, what is going on around me. Yep. This is awful. Blah blah blah. You know that the whole thing. So um, that's great. I mean, great, great, great way to put that. Um, yeah. Cody and Jennifer, thank you for for coming on the podcast today. Um, it wasn't so bad, you know. No, it wasn't. Um, you should do it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll um, interview. We can we can let you talk. I've done, yeah, I, I'm trying to get Alex on here. What's and your story? And she, uh, <laughs> there's a snippet. Go back in the recap. There's a meet the staff one. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of it. But um, I'm so glad you guys took time to come. We finally got it scheduled. Finally got it nailed down. Yep. Um, but thank you. Uh, I know your story can resonate probably with a lot more people than you realize. Um, and I think the beautiful thing now is people can hear this and, and come up to you or text you and say, me too. You yeah. know, like yeah. it not only strengthens you and but other people in the community and each other and that's why we're here and that's why we do life together and so thank you thank you for coming today yep, spending absolutely. time with us um, we love you guys and um i i know this is going to encourage people um for the listeners thank you for tuning in as always so so grateful that you uh, choose to tune in to community recap and and listen I know God's doing amazing things here through amazing people like Cody and Jennifer. And so uh, if you would, just pass this along. Um, Let others hear and know about the goodness of God and what he can do and how he can restore and uh, how he can change your your life and the trajectory of it. And so if you would share this, like this, rate this, all the things, we'd be grateful. Um, But for now, uh, that's all we have. And so God bless you guys. um, And we'll catch you next time on Community Recap. We'll see you.